Hi, Paul. Hey, Kenny. Hey, Clint. Hi, Chris. Good, he passed the test. Welcome <laughs> to Building Up To It. 156. You needed to know what number it was. And now you know. What a milestone. Yeah. Who's that guy? Oh, that's Clint. We're going to interview him, like, the whole time. Who's that guy? <laughs> I pointed the right way. I give myself pats on the back for that. I should add I, so I still I don't know. Right. I don't know if you saw me think about it. I'm like, okay, the microphone's over here. He's over Kenny? there. Yes. Uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ever ever since we went to Streamyard, I, I it's backwards from what from what I'm used to. So I still can't get it right. Did you ever really get used to it on Hangouts though? Well, I got I got used to being mirrored or not mirrored. <laughs> like but could you get used to like pointing the right direction for something? It's, that's the just the common way of doing it. Always. This is this is very uncommon. <laughs> okay. You, you want to know something weird? I'm getting that crackle again. Only when we started to record. I got nothing. Just, uh, we need to have a GoFundMe for Kenny and a whole new setup. <laughs> <laughs> I think the crackle is actually him clicking his bricks together. What you building there, Kenny? Oh, I'm building some some Dodge Chargers. One there you go. What is it? Nah, like Dom? Toronto. No. Well, I don't know. Is that the one? I've never watched those movies. Is that no. the, one the movie? Uh, it's the first one. That one. I think it's the same car. Is it the same I car? I think it's similar. 1970 Dodge Charger. It well, seems right. Well, they have a Lego set for it now, like the they actual do. Toretto's one. Yeah, I mean, I I hear the crackling he's talking about, so I don't know. My apologies to everyone who's already left a comment in the comments. <laughs> womp womp. So happen? anyway, we got Clint here. Clint, um, Clint, you are actually brought on because of through through your relationship with Kenny. Kenny is a uh, Kenny out of Rhode Island has found a local Lego store. Where Kenny he M from of... Rhode Island. Yeah, I'm just I'm <laughs> Kenny from Rhode Island now. I like that. <laughs> is that a downgrade? You were a host, he, and now you're like one of those. Well, he was. A, he's 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 on the show. He's a host, and and now he's yeah. just like a Brian B from Delaware status. Got it. Got it. <laughs> instead of a, he he's a host now instead of just a, a regular contributor, I suppose. And now he's gone. <laughs> but anyway, as I was saying, uh, Kenny knows Clint because Clint owns a Lego store that Kenny frequents. Um, Clint, can you tell us a little bit about your store? Sure. Uh, in Smithfield, Rhode Island, and I do the Look at that fixed do Lego thing and parts and pieces like Warminster uh, Brick Shop, various bricks and minifigs, and other independent places around the country. I'm sure. Do you pay rent though? Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, I know like three people really like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's a callback to a previous uh, episode where we talked specifically about the bricks and minifigures franchise and some specific ones that apparently didn't know you had to pay rent when they took it over or something similar. I'm sure, to that's that. not what actually happened, <laughs> but it's funnier that way. <laughs> but yeah, so Clint pays rent uh, at at his store, which is good to know. Just, Everything's all got all lower thirds. Clint pays rent. <laughs> <laughs> All on the up and up, which is great. How long have you had your store? Uh, it'll be two years tomorrow. Do you, oh, congratulations. Happy anniversary. I guess when this airs, you will have passed that two-year threshold. So there is our milestone right there, the, the two-year threshold for, for your store there. Um, and I, 
big, big question that I got to ask, unfortunately. Um, how have things been in uh, in a post-COVID world for you? It wasn't necessarily something that I planned on post. asking, but but I kind of want to know. Is Kenny your 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 big customer that's, that's keeping you afloat right now? No. Uh, he, he does a good part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him this week yet, but it's only Monday. so Asshole, Kenny. Come on. <laughs> uh, no, it's been actually surprisingly pretty good. Um, I was closed for two months uh, back in March, April, all of April, half of March. Um, a little of May, so about two months total closed. Um, still had to pay rent, <laughs> um, but since then it it's pretty uh, steady still. Um, I've noticed there's some customers that have not come back, um, but I'm still like in the in a growing phase. I think being my first two years, and I really haven't gotten the word out that much that I exist. Um, so people are still finding it. Still new customers coming in all the time, and um, that's been going well, other than not being able to do things like birthday parties and builds or clubs, anything like that anymore right now. Um, but still, it's been about sales have been pretty much the same. Well, that's actually that, that's quite impressive. And, and, and certainly kudos to you for uh, being that you're kind of still establishing yourself. And you have we, we've talked about on our show as before in the past, like there is um, this smart way to do kind of a, a Lego retail store uh, when you're not actually the Lego store is to be able to kind of take advantage of some things that they don't necessarily do there or to do some other things. So you had mentioned birthday parties, um, build parties, that kind of thing. So especially considering you're in a, in, a, in a time where none of that stuff is really encouraged or it's hard to do that appropriately um, to follow guidelines and all that kind of stuff. It's very impressive that uh, that you've been able to kind of still keep your business steady and keep and keep sales going. So Really good job with that there. Um, have you found that like, is it mostly because there are people that are at home that are looking for stuff to do? Or do you think there's just a, a resurgence in building in general? Like we talked about, again about like how Lego Masters brought Lego back to a lot of people's kind of front of mind and their front of consciousness and is, is bringing it back. And there's just, has, has there been a, a spike in, in, in kind of Lego building that you've noticed and observed in your area? Yeah, definitely. Um, even when I was closed, I would get messages and calls and things about, oh, I want this set or that set. And I did a few deliveries and, and, and meetups and stuff to get people sets because um, they were just stuck at home. Uh, but once that ended and came back in school, kind of slowed down again. Um, but like with Lego Masters and things, I do get a lot of people, maybe once a month, I guess, someone will say, oh, have you seen the show? Did you, see, did you watch that Lego show? Like, oh, yeah. I watched it. I know about it, yep. <laughs> or they say, like, oh, you should go on there. I'm like, well, I'm not, like, an expert builder or anything. I'm just selling items, but and I, I enjoy it, but it's, I'm not, like, at that level at all. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it is on the, on the rise in general. Uh, I don't know if it's more people coming out of their dark ages or uh, just more socially acceptable to do this kind of hobby, like nerdy things, you know, yeah. pop culture, or like superheroes, Star Wars, that stuff is, is cool. So more people do it as a result. So yeah, there's you know, got to be half of my customers are adults. Yeah, well, that, that's that's kind of what I would expect, and I suppose that's probably what you what you hope for, because they're the ones that have the bigger wallets, right? <laughs> that uh, that that uh, that overall sale price is uh, is much higher. I think Kenny's got something to ask here. Yeah, I hope I hope you can hear me okay. But um, 
but yeah, so uh, d- just just one thing that I noticed uh, recently, one of my last trips to, the, to, to your shop was there was like an adult with his kids and they were buying whatever, like little things. And he was talking about like the pirate ships that he had and he was asking about um, like the sales. He needed the sales. And instead of like, you know, ripping them off or anything, Clint told him all about BrickLink and he's like, yeah, you can get your own part that way. He's like, that's all I would do. I would just order that and sell it to you. You know, but like, I was just, I don't know that, that that's another thing that makes me like your shop is you're not like out to get people, you know what I mean? Like, it's just nice. So I don't know, like, but, but he was an adult that was, that was, you know, either, you know, his, his old stuff was like resurfacing or whatever the case may be, but I don't know. That was just a kind of cool moment, you know, that I just happened to see as I was looking around. So do you get to see that a lot, like that that type of thing when you're when you again you're you're in a, a Lego resale shop? Do you see a lot of kind of the older generation starting to to bring the younger generation in, like it's it's, it's parents with bringing their kids in because they themselves used to love Lego, and you get a lot of that kind of a thing going on? Yeah, it, I mean, it's the same thing that happened to me really. Um, once my oldest son reached age five ish, um, it's like, oh, I should get him a Lego set. I had Legos. I'm saying the word Legos. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I still do, so it's fine. <laughs> That's how I grew up saying it. I'm going to keep on uh, doing it. <laughs> Same. So, let me get my kids some Legos, and uh, and I, I got them, and I was like, wow, these are these are awesome still. like I, I love them, and it was fun, and I got back into it. And I see that a lot. Uh, people will come in with their, with their young kids, and they say, oh, I'm getting him into the Lego, and I'm – I have to go to my mom's house because I know I have a tote there. I'm going to pull it out of the attic and, and get all that. Um, so, yeah, it does happen a lot. As soon as something that happens sparks it, whether it be the Lego movie coming out or Lego Masters, something that, that does that spark for somebody and they get the nostalgia and they go dig out theirs if they still have them or if they don't, they want to go somewhere here or to BrickLink or eBay and try to get those sets that they had as a kid. Have you found in general that um, there's there's been kind of a shift? Like so, with the with the younger generations that are now building, do they like to buy specific sets, or do they more like just the parts to build kind of what they what they want to do? Are they free builders, or are they more? I like I want that uh, that Harry Potter set because I love Diagon Alley or whatever it might be. There's there's some of, of each. Um, I I think it might be tougher for kids these days, um, in a way even though there are so many new uh, cool pieces that you can use to make, you know, better models and things. Um, but it makes it harder in their mind, I think, even in mine. Um, when you look at a box of a set, of a Harry Potter set, it's great, all right? If you if you have a, a an X-Wing set and then you, you see that on the box, it's perfect. And if you were a kid trying to build something like that, it's not going to be that good it's going to be like the 90s style of build. Back then, you could make something just as good as an official Lego set. I felt my, you know, when I was a kid, you slap, you get a two by eight, put some wings on it, put a chair on top, put your spaceman there, and you've got a classic space set. It's pretty much all it was to it. There's, you know, little things, but you put some clear parts on it, some laser beams, and that's as good as an official set. Now yep. it's very hard to get to that level, so the kids are less inclined to try, I think, to build their own thing. Um, although my kids enjoy building their own stuff more than an official set. And I, I do see a lot of kids that come in and they just, um, 
you know, they just want cool parts and they have an idea of what they want to build in their own mind and that's what they're going to build. Um, but are they going to try to build things like an X-Wing or Dragon Alley? Maybe not, because that's already an official set. Um, it just more generic spaceship or castle that they would do, but not those specific IP things. That's actually it's it's actually a very interesting point. I think you'd you'd fit in well on this show in general because um, uh, that that uh, Chris definitely has 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 a mindset similar to that. Um, and then and even a lot of us on our show, a lot of us do like to build per instruction and all that kind of stuff. But um, we all know we've been around the hobby enough that we know, of course you can do so much more with it. You're not just tied to just that set, but there is a good chunk of the population, a good chunk of the fandom that doesn't really think that way, like you were saying. They, they, they don't have that, um, they, they don't take it that next step further. They, they, they see the set, they think it's awesome, and, and it is, it's great that they get to build something that they can play with, and then they can take it apart if they want to, put it back together if they want to, but there isn't quite as much of a, of a push for being able to then build whatever you want. You you went from you went from an X wing. Now here's a, a double X wing. Whatever, any, anything like that. You can do whatever you want with it, um, even if you wanted to stay within the same kind of general universe type thing. Um, but yeah, I think certainly with with things like the the first Lego movie, try to to to, to push the 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 kind of free building, and, and certainly something like your Lego Masters helps to show that you can build anything, and and then certainly the the different you can building hit things styles. With bats if you want, what's that? You can hit things with baseball bats if you want. It's okay. <laughs> or you can, you can blow them up with uh, with with uh, with firecrackers or whatever you might want to do. Yeah. Or lay weights, a thousand pounds worth of weights on them to see. Glenn, if I really can, like your perspective it. that it's the level of expertise in the current Lego designers versus the '80s and '90s designers is like a deterrent from trying to build your own good-looking mocks anymore. It's I really like that perspective where in the in the eighties and nineties you could you could build just as good as the designers because the designers weren't necessarily designers they were just people that worked there yeah. I guess I don't know we yeah. could, we could find track some down and ask them but now it's are you gonna try to build an eight wide speed champions car of a car that's not offered as a speed champions car probably not <laughs> what are your thoughts on that in general Clint like do you, like the Six wide I, I don't want to say specializing uh, of parts, but but I guess certainly it is more of that. You you get certainly fancier parts, and you can you can do more. You can you can create a much more detailed model now. But like you said, there's a tendency then to almost stagnate the creativity of being able to build whatever you want because this is perfect for that. This makes exactly what this is looking for, and that looks exactly like a like like the fender of a of I don't know of a, of a Ferrari. Yeah, I think it's more. You have to develop the skills. Though. It, the, the more pieces there are, I think the better, the more variety of things you could build. Um, so I don't like it when people come in and they say, oh, back in my day, we only had by four red and white bricks. That's it. I'm like, you're like 35 years old, dude. You are confused about the <laughs> world of your time. But like, there's always been sets. Like, oh, we didn't have sets. We just had a bucket of bricks. Like, okay. <laughs> but never that in my lifetime anyway, there's always been sets, but I don't know. What was I saying now? I forget. Uh, the more pieces, the better variety. Like you have more options to be able to build a round ball or something that you couldn't have done back in the day. I uh, built a lot of square balls when in my day. 
I mean, that's what blew my mind when I got back into Lego. Um, it's around the time the Lego movie came out, and I, I went to Toys R Us, and I, I got a clearance Galaxy Squad set. Uh, That'll get you banned from Shop at Home. It was just, I know, firsthand. <laughs> it was just a little Galaxy Squad set. I put it together. I was riding uh, my buddy's truck, and I put it together while we were driving to a, a job site. And I was just, like, amazed by all these new pieces um, and, like, sideways building techniques. I'm like, what? I'm not, not, not just stacking things on top of each other. This, this stuff's going on the side. It looks so cool. The minifigures look great. These colors are awesome. Like, there was no orange pieces when I was a kid. <laughs> now I got light blue and, and green and all these different things. Um, but I, didn't, I still didn't see them as being specialty pieces because um, that is something that I always – did not like even as a kid i remember being at uh my friend's house i must have been like eight or nine years old and getting into an argument with him because he had taiko blocks like <laughs> they were military ones and stuff yeah. like, these are better because look i'm making tank and i'm like no those aren't better those are all these specialty pieces are not as good because that's just like a cannon that's all it can be and he's like no these are better and we had an argument about it but i remember that i didn't like those specialty pieces so i know lego does that once in a while or for like each new theme they have, they're allowed to do a few specialty pieces. Um, but I do like the way that they still find a way to try to use them and in, in, in the system and be able to use those for other things. The Unikitty tail looks nice in other colors as a little architectural piece, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, it, it it is pretty impressive kind of how they've been able to do that. And I, I do actually credit a lot of, um, kind of my shift in mindset um, for for being on this show. We, we've had a lot of people on the show that have that are known mockers. Like we we've I've mentioned Andrew Lee before um, on the show. Uh, he he built a lot, but he he loves actually buying a lot of sets just to kind of see. He loves to get the parts first off, but also to see the building techniques that they kind of put into those, and then he will then strip everything apart and then use them all. It's all raw material to him, and. I never would have looked at something like the Unikitty tail in the past as like anything other than the Unikitty tail because that seems so specialized. Like it's clearly designed to be Unikitty's tail and 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 nothing else. But really, you can that could turn into any other thing that you want with the right mindset, with the right level of creativity. You just need to know what to apply it to, and you can really get it to be something else. Um, so I I love this topic, by the way. But um, so it makes me think of top top three best sets of all time ninjago city with the the different uh roof uh piece like crowbars uh, uh, the crowbar one is yeah is, is awesome so like i immediately you're talking about the unicate tail i can see that being used as some sort of like statue you know situation on a on like a modular or whatnot like easily like be so i'm sure it probably has been at this point i don't know right. but um i've also thought about pieces then this is getting a little off topic but pieces that i can't get out of my head from like a certain set or a certain theme where where it's like the like the two by two tile that's like on the on like aspirius with like a little plus sign like it they used it in unitron and i still don't like accept that i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> this like, is a unitron piece is that is that where you're going with it <laughs> yeah i'm like i can't handle it so like that's just like a problem i have now obviously you'll have something like super specific like that, you know what I mean? Like that's that's obviously, you know, the Dodge Hellcat or Dodge Demon logo or something. So like that's obvious, but like the certain uh Is that you know, printed, Kenny? What's that? Is that printed? 
No, it's a sticker. It's then it's sticker. then it's not it's it's <laughs> not a specialty piece. Well, you, you did were, that. You did that. Because I'm not going to take the sticker off. But anyway, but um, but, you know, I also enjoy getting you know what I mean. Especially these. These are like the the cars are so much fun. Like how that hood scoop was was made right there. Like I like I literally wanted the set to know how to that how that hood scoop was built. Not that I might necessarily use it for anything because I don't I don't build all that much like on my own because I'm boring. But um. I Says might. the man with with Robo Gargantua. <laughs> yeah, he's still not done. <laughs> but Chris does, uh, or Clint rather, Clint Clint uh, has has uh, the knack for making like slightly upsized like pieces. And like I was I was talking to you, yeah I was talking to you about making you know one of those like old camera pieces, and he's like, "Give me a second. and he just like runs away, and then all of a sudden he's got like one ready to go, just upscaled. And um, just like all, I don't know. You're 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 good at that for sure. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so I guess kind of kind of to that point there. Like, how much building do you actually get to do? Like, it, whether it is stuff to sell in the store or even kind of just kind of as a hobby. Like, I know that Chris is so involved uh, with with Warminster, kind of on that side of things. That he doesn't actually build, he doesn't get a chance to build a lot of Lego. There, there is a certain number of sets that he does look forward to purchasing each year and 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 building each year. But um, like a, a lot of a lot of his time, obviously, is devoted to inventorying parts for the for the for the Bricklink shop or, or putting processing all the bulk that he's been getting here. So they can put it these these need to be pulled out and these need to be put in the bulk table, all that kind of stuff. So when there's that much involved in your day job with Lego. How much building do you get to do for fun? And also, do you count building things that, like like little mini builds that you can sell in the store even as fun, or does that even then turn into work for you as well? No, it never feels like work to me. I mean, okay, no, I take that back. Building things never feels like work to me, really, but I rarely get to build anything. Mostly it's taking things apart or finding a piece or, you know, bagging things up or you know, buying and selling and moving things around, but or you know, digging through bins. Um, I maybe build for myself two to three sets a year. Yeah, similar to Chris, actually. He's like around that, around that, that, uh, I, that number. I'm at like 0.5 a year right now. <laughs> I, I built, um, which actually was just a couple weeks ago, the, the creator thing, um, which was not by the, the dark blue uh, 60s Mustang. Oh, yeah. Built that and it was it was great, uh, but other than that, I don't think I've built anything this year. Um, Is there anything that that has caught your eye for something that that, that you that like? Yeah, that's a pretty sweet set. I, I wouldn't mind building that. Oh no, I would love to build all of them. I, I, love, <laughs> too. I love all the, the sets. That I mean, that's part of why I'm doing this. This is a way for me to be able to to have the sets, but not really have the sets. <laughs> Um, cause I'm okay with having them, most of the sets for a short period of time. They come, they're here on my shelf. It's as if I have it. And then somebody comes and buys it and I'm like, bye bye, bye bye set. And I'll get it again at some point. I'll get it again. Like it's mm-hmm. a, let it go. But I, there are some that I keep and, um, I'm pretty cheap myself. So I have a hard time like popping the seals on a new set for me. Pretty much any set that I ever keep, I got used. Or I, I wait for a used one to come in, or I get the used one. I'm like, that one's for me. That Mustang I, I built, I waited for a used one, took it apart, bagged it up, then I built it. Um, 
in Jago City, same thing. All my modulars. I think I I think I opened one new modular um, building, but and uh, but yeah, I try to get most of them used, and I just it just doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make the decision: Am I going to sell this for a hundred bucks, or am I going to keep this on the shelf and? Yeah. You know, so it's, you know, as, as we say in the show, daddy's got to eat. So. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, yeah. So I have I have four kids, and uh, so I'm at the store all day. I I don't get tired of Lego really. I would go home and build a set to relax, but I don't because I have a wife and four kids there, and my wife would be looking at me like, "What the hell are you doing? <laughs> you were at the all day playing with Legos, like why are you doing this at our house?" So I, I rarely rarely get to, to build do you actually that's that, that's that's an interesting point too uh so so uh, amongst like your friends or people that you meet or whatever when they find out that you own and 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 operate a, a lego resale store do they do they give you the old oh so that, that must be so much fun you just play with legos all day do they give you that or do they understand that it's actually a lot of work that you put into it yeah i get the comment a lot from customers and kids like <laughs> i love to work here oh this is a great place like yeah that's that's fine <laughs> yeah it is great like i do i love it and it's fun and i'm having a great time but it is also work. They're like, oh, can I come and build some sets? Like the, the, the moms want to drop their kids off. They're like, oh, I'll drop off little Timmy here. He's a <laughs> great building. He'll build sets for you all day. And I'm like, well, I don't really have sets that I need put together. <laughs> yeah, I need to get taken apart and put in a box. Or I need I have sets that are like half taken apart. That you need to find all the pieces or make sure they're correct. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> How good is he? Is he at inventorying a parts list? Yeah. <laughs> is he bricklink fluent? <laughs> um, so, so what, what's the kind of stuff that you sell in the store? What would you say? Like, do you have mostly sealed sets? Do you have mostly used and, and built sets? Like, what, what's the? What do you have a lot of bulk? Like, like what, what normally draws people in? And what do you normally have kind of in the store to kind of uh, bring people in that you found? Is is are, are good ways that like that the good things that people want to buy in your area? Well, I have. Uh, I mean, I've got some of all of it: new, used, tons of bulk. Uh, what sells the most, I would say, is individual minifigures and uh, and and box sets. Sell the best. Uh, for for used sets, it's it's tough to sell the built sets um, to kids. I mean, to adults. Why do you think that is? Just out of curiosity, because I've I've noticed that as well from like the the bricks and minifigure store that's kind of in my area. I, I I've kind of noticed a similar pattern there, and I don't really know why. Because like you, I'm pretty cheap. If I can get something used, I'd rather get it used. I got no problem with it being used. Doesn't bother me at all. And then, see the the people that are the Lego fans themselves that are gonna have it, they have no problem with it. So kids. They'll say, Daddy, I want this Star Destroyer or whatever. And the dad will say, like, oh, don't you want to build it? Isn't that the fun of it? Like, they don't get that. You can take it apart. I say, like, you can take it apart and build it again. Mm -hmm. I'll smash it for you in a box if you want. <laughs> um, they don't see that. They see it as it's like buying a puzzle that's already built to them. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, I see. Whereas the kid is seeing it as I want that set. Like, I want to have the Lego Star Destroyer. I can swish it around, or I can take it apart, and I can build it, and I can play with it, and I'll have Who's it. Who's swishing around that Star Destroyer? That thing is, that that's fragile. <laughs> Big-ass kid. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, that's, sure. that's how the kid sees it, and that's how adult Lego fans see it. But, like, the parent of the child that wants it, I hear it a lot. Like, oh, no, why don't you look at these that are in the boxes? And the I'd rather like, you buy oh. something you could build. 
that set in the box i get that question too they're like do you have one of these in the box i'm like no i don't have that in the box i have this one used right here built you're holding it got the instructions <laughs> like and then yeah this other question like how do i buy this i'm like well you just pick it up and you just <laughs> walk away like you just get i put it in a little box for like a cardboard box but you just take it with you it's just yours now as is that's that's the set that's what you're buying yeah, hopefully they'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> I think Kenny's got another question here. He's raising his hand very patiently. What's up, buddy? I know, I know, I know. I'm I'm muted there. So, um, no, I did that once. I bought I bought one of the 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 full built sets, and I got home that day, and I took like I I put the box that it was in underneath this table, and I, I took it apart without looking at it, and then I waited two weeks, and then I built it. Yeah. <laughs> Because yes, I, I, I'm I'm there too. Like, there's some cool stuff there, and I'm like, but I want to do it for the first time. Yep, <laughs> I, I've done that a lot. Like to, like um, there there's some local there's some people local to me that that Lego is like building Lego is like their therapy. Like that that's the way that they de stress. So they they buy a lot of like sets that I want. And there there was a good two or three years where I could be like, okay, are you buying the set? Yep cool you want to sell it to me when you're done no problem and it's usually like 15 20 percent off of retail because he, he he just wanted to build it and this is for, for the larger sets of course um that, that that have kind of that uh that like that like discount or whatever and he'd be like yeah i got no problem with that but then i, I would I, he would ship them to me or i'd pick them up from him and they're they're semi-built but then i would just take them all apart completely and because i, I wanted to experience the build uh, i wanted to, to to check this this kind of thing out and what they may have done in the uh the the i don't know i can't think of it. The, the 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 hulkbuster ucs set or or like the um the old fishing shop something like that like just to see particularly with the fishing shop like that that was a Lego idea set, so there, there, there's the, the potential for there being different building techniques in that one was high. So I definitely wanted to kind of check that out and, and and get a sense of how they did all that kind of stuff there. And so yeah, I'm I'm very much with you guys there that I I want to build it. I'll take it apart if it's used. I save money. I'm good with that. I'll take it apart myself and put it back together myself. That's fine. Yep, and I, I I kind of go a little extreme in some ways. Like it's kind of like a movie spoiler to me. Like I don't want to watch a preview for a movie. That <laughs> like I want to see the new Ghostbusters movie. You don't need to see. Show me a preview. Like I'm gonna go see it. Like just tell me it exists. I'll go see it. New modular comes out. Don't show me. I'm gonna buy it. I don't want to know like all the details. I don't want to watch a Jang Bricks review of every <laughs> of the set before I build it. I want to build it and see the things while I'm doing it. Yeah, especially with the modulars. Like, there's all those little things in there that that are so much fun, and I and I love those little things that they put in there. That attention to detail. Those are part of my probably my favorite part of the modular building process. Yeah, and I want to find out when it happens. Not yeah, somebody telling me like, oh, you know what's on the top of Ninjago City? <laughs> I'm like, don't tell me. Like that's uh that's interesting because I think we we almost talked about this. I don't know if we were planning on making it a topic or not, but. We, we were talking about um, reviewers of different collectibles, and, and certainly there's plenty of people who review Lego sets. But the question was, does Lego put out actually bad sets? Do they make any sets that you would consider bad that would get a poor rating from a review? Are reviews really necessary if, if there are no bad Lego sets? Wow. That, that's true. The only thing they ever 
like discount on it are like an inaccurate design of of an IP vehicle or something, or the price is too high, or the minifigures there's not enough of them, something like that. But it's never like these buildings. It's uh, never enough of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that that's the, the main thing about Lego is I I think because there is such an emphasis on sets nowadays, and that's just kind of how consumerism is, or not consumerism, but that's how people consume Lego at this point in, 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 in the world, really. Like it's, it's about the sets, get me that set. I want that set. Here's a set to me. Um, like be, I think you do, it warrants being judged as a set, but because it's Lego that, that there's only so, it's only so low that it could go. Like the, the worst Lego set is still like a great set of pieces that you have potentially to build whatever you want. And you know that the, 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 the QC of Lego is so high. Like there's really never, it's never bad from that, from that standpoint. They're really, I, I think Kenny has a counterpoint and I, I want to beat him the, to it that uh, <laughs> anything from like the early mid two thousands um, <laughs> would probably get that bad stamp. But I, I also wonder, would it be, have that stamp, in that time, like the year it came out, was it viewed as that bad, Kenny? I, Damn it! Uh, I agree, and I thought it was that bad because that was my my dark days where I just stopped. But I was gonna bring up those stupid helicopters again <laughs> that are just like one piece, and I think that that is one of the few bad collections of pieces out there because it's just there's so few pieces and it's just worthless because all you can do with that is be a uh, most of a helicopter. Yeah, like the, so. those are the, the pieces that I tend to not like as well. Like the ones that are like the boat hull or something like that, or where, where it's where it's a big, it's it's a majority of the frame of something. Well, uh, even so though it yes, can it, float. I don't, I don't like, understand. It has completely. to be one piece to float. I, I get that, but who's? I mean, I guess I did. I put my in the tub, I suppose, when I was younger. But but like. I, th those are the kind of things that now, after the show, I'd be like, "Man, what would Andrew do with that with that helicopter um, piece? That that's eighty percent of a helicopter. What would he turn that into? Would it would it turn into a helicopter mech? Probably. But <laughs> if, if he wasn't going to make a mech, what would he make out of it? There I, could, I, I could see new, uh, him use those. I could see him use those. But I actually the 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 boat hull is one that I've never considered bad because. Because of what it does, it, it is yeah, it, it's just the example that I have. I agree. Yeah, I don't yeah. That, that, that would be like the only one to me that I can think of, though. So I, I enjoy when they don't use things like that, like the new uh, there's the new creator pirate ship that they have with the brick built sails and the brick built hull. The brick built sails are awesome. I love that. That ship because it's just made out of Lego bricks and pieces. It's not a boat hull or fabric sails that are cut to a certain size. Not that I don't like those, because I do like the fabric sails also on the ships, but I just think that set's particularly cool and different mm -hmm. um, because it's just made out of Lego. Like I, I like the creator line for that, how they, they don't use any of the specialty pieces. Um, it's just something that if you had this variety of pieces and these colors, you could build something like this. Yeah. So clearly, you you like the creator line. What 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 do you find like people come in and, and are looking for in your store? Like what kind of what's the line that they look for when they come in? A lot of Star Wars. Um, that's number one. Uh, clone troopers, man. Yeah, first <laughs> all the clone troopers, all the clones. Uh, yeah, Star Wars superheroes. Um, those are the those are the top two. What are the big ones for you, Chris? The same. Same. 
I, Same. Yeah, I, we we were watching an interview earlier, and I said, yeah, it's Star Wars, and then superheroes, and yeah. and as far as sets go, probably City is third. Kenny, I want I want more Nexo Knights. <laughs> Not gonna happen, Kenny. I I have a customer that only collects Nexo Knights and Chima. An adult, adult guy. Yeah, I'm like, this is great. Yeah, he's drawing. He's drawing his line in the sand. <laughs> That's great for you, and he's gonna have like the the, the greatest display. Like at, at the, whenever conventions come up again, he's got the greatest display ever. <laughs> Built his own stuff. Next night, some Chima. It's all in his basement. And he said, "I got them all in clearance. I just kept getting these. They're cool pieces. I'm I, I'm into the the next night, some Chima. All right, that's cool." They're, I mean, they're both they're both cool lines, especially if you like if if you have that background in like castle and and knights and that kind of stuff to to kind of see where. It melds now with sci-fi and that kind of stuff. They are very cool, but you got to kind of get on board with, with the story that they're telling. <laughs> Otherwise, it would just be some weird mishmash of stuff uh, if, if you don't if you're not on board with all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, I, really I kind of need t- the fiction for that. No, no, but but some people are like, I I, I like my castles. Why is there uh, an anthropomorphic lion in here or something like that in in, in the Chima stuff? Like, I it's, it's that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, so, kind of speaking of, of conventions and things like that, do you ever have? Do you have like a, a presence at all, or did you the one year before you started? I suppose. Nope, I've never been to one. Um, well, I think I I went to a very small convention, um, probably five years, five or six years ago now, Brick Fair, um, that came to Massachusetts somewhere. Um, it was before I was totally back in, like crazy back in, but. I went there and it was cool. Um, Did that experience uh, like push you in this direction where you where you wanted to do Lego for a living uh, or anything like that, or did just no, it just just happened to be I went to a Lego convention then. All right, well, all right. I guess I'll tell you how I got into this. Is that? Yeah, yeah. Paul just crossed um, off three questions on this list yeah. right <laughs> now. So I'm a carpenter. I'm doing my carpenter thing, uh, building additions and remodeling and things like that. Um, I have a son. He's about five years old. Uh, around the time the Lego movie was coming out. I remember going to a movie and seeing the preview for the Lego movie. This is the first time I had heard of it. And um, part of the preview, Benny comes on and they call him 80-something space guy. And he's like, hey, just for like a second. And I'm like, Whoa, that's the space. That's classic space. That's my guy. Like, I love classic space when I was a kid. And, and, and I uh, so it got me excited about the movie. I was like, oh, that looks actually good. I'm going to see that. And I did, and and I bought the Galaxy Squad set one day. Um, So me and my buddy that were carpenters, we would drive from job site to job site, whatever. And I would start to get back into Lego, and I got him into the Lego also. Um, (laughs) um, Because he also had it as a kid, and we would get sets. And I'd say, let's go check out this Walmart for see if there's any clearance. And we would just get stuff and build it in the the truck while we were driving to the next uh, job site. Uh, one day I was at uh, Target and I found a an Ultimate Collector Series R2-D2 that had been like online returned and they had a discount to like a hundred bucks or something. So I looked at it and I was, and it said like was whatever, 300 bucks, now a hundred dollars. And I looked at it and I was like, I could sell this on eBay. And that's when it started like the craziness of buying and selling lego just that one set i found it and i said i could sell us on ebay right now i looked it up i'm like i could get at least 50 dollars profit by just listing this on ebay 
So I bought it and I put it in the closet and I have it built now in here because I never sold the thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but will, will you ever sell it now, considering it was kind of what got you into this as, as, as your livelihood? Oh, I take that back. I did sell that one. Data's got to eat. One of my best finds ever was the UCS R2D2 that I do have built here. I got it for seven dollars. What the fuck? Bags at Favors. Uh, like, um, it was ten marked at ten dollars. It was just a bag, like a plastic bag full of sealed bags. Um, and the instruction book was backwards in there. All I can see is the cardboard. But I was like, well, this is a lot of pieces for ten dollars. And I had a thirty percent off. Uh, coupon for donating stuff so i got it for seven bucks i get in the truck and i open it up and i pull it out i was like what i saw the the instructions like this is great and it was all there so i built that one and i sold the box when i had <laughs> yeah that's the dream right there like everyone always talks about like or you always see it online it's a great great goodwill haul today a great way to find today i found this and everyone's like no way now i want to go check all mine like you're you're that guy now <laughs> you got to use his heart too I haven't found much since then. That was the best find ever. I think that's the best you'll ever get, ever. Like, no one can ever top that one. Pete. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I started going to all the... Um, I started thinking, okay, I want um, I want Legos for myself. They were coming out with things like the, the Ghostbusters Firehouse and the Back to the Future DeLorean. And I was like, I want all of these things. And I wanted all the Galaxy Squad sets, uh, which weren't too hard to get because they were all on 50% off. <laughs> but I love that theme. Um, but I wanted all of them, but I didn't really want to like. Hey, the you know my wife is working and I'm working. I'm like, I can't just go spending hundreds of dollars on on these toys for myself. Yeah, because uh, it's real easy <laughs> with Lego. <laughs> sell twice as many. If I sell twice as many online, then these are free, or at least you know less cost to me so i would look for deals and clearance and things and i would go on the brick picker website and stuff and, and they'd have little tips about deals and at first i thought these well, these guys are crazy they're buying stuff every day they had like you know one of the topics was like what did you buy today and i'm like today i'm like i gotta buy stuff every day and i after a while i was buying stuff every day because there's there's always deals i didn't realize this at the time I, you know when i first started i thought you know, once a year, there might be a set on clearance, but no, it's, there's always deals every day, new deals all the time. There's always, you should never pay full price for the thing. There's always a way to get it cheaper. Um, so I got good at that and the job I had enabled me to be driving around all the places and collecting all these things and hitting the clearance and, and swooping the, the Walmarts and stuff. Got it. Uh, yeah. Um, so then I had a basement full of stuff and a garage full of, of, of Lego, and I was just selling it on Craigslist and on eBay. I never did a Brickling store or anything like that. Um, but I, I started to think, what if I had a store? Um, I looked and I found out like bricks and minifigs existed. Um, I, I looked them up online, watched videos of different stores like that. Uh, I found out about uh, Warminster Brick Shop. And I was like, well, that's cool. I guess it could work. Because to me, I was like, there's no way this could work. Like, you know, look at how much rent would cost. And I'd say, there's, that's a lot of Lego to sell every month. I, I'm like, writing it down. I'm like, no way. No way are people going to pay. I got to buy the Lego and then sell this much Lego just to pay the rent. There's no way this could work. 
but I would see other places that exist. I'm like, they exist and they have employees. It must work. I'm just going to do it. So I just did it and here I am and it kind of works. <laughs> kind of. So far. That's awesome though. That, that That's great. Like that being able to take kind of a, something you enjoyed as a, as a, as a when you were a kid and then be something that you were able to kind of bring your own kids into. And then now it's, it's something that has turned into a viable kind of um, just, just, yeah. Sorry. What's up, Kenny? Go ahead. No, no, I, I, I'm not trying to interrupt. I just, I just get a thought and I don't want to lose it here. Um, Clint has a mall ever contacted you and tried to solicit you have a spot in their mall for, for fourth quarter. <laughs> oh, no. Like a pop-up. <laughs> I haven't responded to that person. I don't. I, I should probably do the right thing and be like, "I thought about it. No thanks." But I just, I haven't. They haven't. They, they haven't followed up with me, and they're not very good uh, salesperson if they haven't bothered me about it yet. So, is that our stores would do in a mall? Like, because then you have. Well, I don't know. People are just like carrying you sets like through the mall. Like, I bought this Death Star built. Like, yeah, see, that's the thing. We, we kind of talked about that. Um, I think it was last week. Like Chris was was approached to potentially have a pop up in a mall, like over over Q4, and it's one of those like we just kind of just 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 randomly talking because we don't know exactly for sure. But the 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 clientele for a Lego pop up in the in a mall at Christmas time, they don't want you sets. They want they want sealed sets. So it's like you would have to leave all the the used inventory that you have. Back at, at at Warminster, and I don't have all your steel inventory. What's that? I don't have any used inventory. But I mean, like you couldn't, you yeah. If you I did, can't you, bring you, you sets, bring bulk, basically. You wouldn't bring any of that stuff. It would have to be all just sealed stuff because that's all people want at that time. They're Christmas shopping, and there's only a certain part of the population is good, like 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 we talked about, like for, that are like us, where we'd be great with it, with a used Lego set, but. A good part of the population doesn't want to give a used Lego set. A good part doesn't want to get a used Lego set. Like it's it's it just is it is what it is. I guess. Um, just uh, you got you got to, you got to bulk it all up with with sealed sets that you got. Yeah, I mean, some parts of it could work. Like when I was figuring out, like where do I want the store to be located? You know, I was taking a lot of things into consideration. Like, what is it next to? What is it near? Do I need to be? Um, near things that are busy where people are walking by all the time. And I'm sure that helps a lot. Um, if people are walking by all the, you know, walking by your store, like, let's go in here. Or, Daddy, I want to go in here and check this out. And they might buy something here or there, but I don't think they're going to buy anything big on a whim like that. Um, so I think uh, you're more of, more of a destination store. They're going to drive to your store because they want to go to your store. Mm -hmm. Not just gonna like like I'm next to um, there's a karate studio and a ballet studio and hair salons and nail salons at my little strip here, which is nice because they come here once a week or a couple times a week. Their people are coming back, so they know like their kids know like I want to go with you when you get your nails done. I'll hop over when I get my hair cut. I get to go buy a minifigure. That kind of stuff is nice, but for like the bigger ticket items, those people are coming to your store to get Lego. They're not just like eating the waffle and thinking, oh, let me go over here and check this out. And suddenly they're buying a, you know, a starter store for 300 bucks. Which yeah. one do of the you salons do, like... has waffles? <laughs> I don't know. There's no waffles. <laughs> like, do you find that like those, those bigger ticket items that you have, like, do you, do you like have like a Facebook page that you, that you post those on and stuff like that? Is that where you get most of the traffic for those bigger ticket items? I have a Facebook page. I should post them on there, but I, 
Word. Same, same like Chris. <laughs> but like social media is not my thing. Like I should do it. I know I should. Like I don't know why. I, well, I know I don't. I just don't like to do it. Like it pains me. Um, <laughs> just like Chris. <laughs> like Instagram. Like oh, let me put this. I don't know. The, I don't. I'm not like very outgoing. I'm kind of a shy person, so I don't like have the words to say in these posts a lot. Like. <laughs> these other people do they have an ice cream shop and every day they find something to put about this ice cream that they have like i just can't do that like <laughs> like legos for sale <laughs> yeah i still got legos come come check them out different ones, different shapes colors <laughs> legos they're, did you think they're all gone nope they're still here come get them <laughs> so i just i don't know I, I it's not my kind of a uh, thing to do but i I fake it sometimes. <laughs> I'll put stuff on there and come up with a, what I think might be a witty thing and or a pun. Hey, it got Kenny in. That's all that matters, right? You just got to do a wild-ass <laughs> interview like I did. Yeah, yeah, send that guy in my way. Send those guys up to you. I don't know how Kenny – Kenny, how did you find the story? Um, I think I was – I think I was just thinking about Chris's store and just the fact that I was like, I don't want – like the Lego store, like I know what they have. Like I'm, I'm, I'm over that, and I want to see like what's available. You know, uh, he's over that, but he still goes and buys the Speed Champion set just to buy something at a, at a, a Target or whatever. Well, yeah, hey, I do that too. That's fine. Every now and then, I bought Speed Champions uh, from Clint. I got the, I got the corner garage, and I was like, oh, you know about this part, and that's when Clint was like, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, I think I was just searching for, like, Lego shops near me or something. So it wasn't, like, social media or anything. It was just me wanting, a sh like, a place like your store. And I, I think that was the first time that I, you know, that, that I found you. And I just, you know, went from there. Yeah, I, I, I should use social media more, though, because, you know, people like and share things. And then other people see it and, and they know it exists and they come in. I still I get people all the time. I'm in a very small town. And I get people all the time come in like, oh, how long have you been here? And I say two years. And like, oh, I, I had no idea. And I live across the street, like, with my window pointing at you. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I get, I get oh, the same thing. What's it telling? Yeah. Need the uh, the wacky inflatable flailing arm, whatever guy in front of your store. <laughs> I got those right, feather Chris. banners. I don't know if they work, but I got them. Complacent also. So I'm, I'm gonna get a little complacent about things like. Um, once it's like kind of going fine, I just leave it as is. I I, I got to get out of that mode and like try to boost it up. Like I have a temporary sign outside. It's just like a, a cheap banner that's printed, and it's just like I screwed it in myself up on the top instead of getting like a you know three dimensional light up plastic neon. My, sign. Mine's a banner, and I got a year on you, so it's a banner. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll see. Now in my mind is like, well, I'm I'm on a three year lease here. Um, I'll wait to see if I'm going to stay in this location before I get a new sign because they're not cheap. They're like you know, thousands of dollars. Yeah. Build one. <laughs> You're a carpenter by trade. Yeah. I, oh, I thought you meant I like got a. Me too. Oh, <laughs> you need a craggle for that one. <laughs> All right, my awesome. turn. Awesome. Now, Chris, I think you got some questions too now, right? I assume these I are going to be a... some business questions now. <laughs> kind of. Um, well, we mentioned Dark Ages a couple times. So when were your Dark Ages? And this one's for Kenny. 
Do you recall what it was that drove you into and led you out from this span of time without Lego? You want me to go first? Yeah, no, go, no, no, go um, it's, it's for Kenny because he's yeah. been asking this question of people. But yeah, this is for you, Clint. All right. Um, so I was born in 1980. Uh, and then I, I remember Legos being around my house, like the weird finger puppet ones and, and those type of things like in a bucket, and then I, I got my first uh, set, the, uh, the Knight's Castle, I think is what it's called. Um, that's the first set I remember getting. I think I had a couple smaller space sets before that. But, um, and then I was all about space, always space. Um, as a kid, all my birthdays, Christmas, that's what I wanted. I never had like any big set. The, the, the biggest set I ever had was the Space Police uh, base the one with that cranky thing and then yeah <laughs> i've got that set and my wife had that set like randomly so oh, <laughs> that wow. actually i love that set because of that that was that was the biggest set i ever had um and i thought i had a ton of lego but i had two of the red suitcases full one of my wrote land and one i wrote space and that was those were my <laughs> my sets um so that probably went until i was probably about 10 ish and I think around then, so 1990-ish area. And I don't remember a time when I thought, I'm not going to play with these anymore. Uh, I just kind of didn't think about them, I think. I, I remember it coming in, like, waves when I did play with them. It would be, like, three months. Every day I'd get home from school, that's what I'm doing. And then all of a sudden, it, I wouldn't. I'd ride my bike or do something else. and then, But uh, I just didn't think about it for years and years and years until whatever year the Lego movie was, however, from 19, 1990 to that, the Dark Ages. I do so, remember a couple times just walking through a store or Target or something. I remember once I saw, it was either Mars Mission or um, the other Mars one. Life on Mars. Life on Mars. I think it was Mars Mission because that orange. And I remember seeing like, oh, they yep. got pieces. And I, and I saw that. I remember seeing Prince of Persia stats one time. And, I, and I'm like, Jake Gyllenhaal is on a Lego. <laughs> <laughs> a real life person is on a Lego box. He's so lucky. That's weird to me. And it, was, it was odd that a real person's face was on a Lego box. I was thinking that same thing yesterday, looking at my empty boxes, and it's like there are several ages of Daniel Radcliffe's face on <laughs> Lego boxes. Like, how does he? I mean, I'm sure he's used to that kind of thing, but this is forever. That's forever, man. <laughs> else <laughs> it's big it's like does he own these sets if you are a lego person like do you have that lego like do they care like because i would care i would want that minifig so I, I the only reason that i know that i know i know there's a couple that do and only because i thought it was i got a big kick out of it as well because i would totally have one myself but um chris pratt has his minifigures um because he's a, he's got like eight different like ips in in lego basically um but he but he's got he's got his minifigures and, and i have seen a couple pictures that he's done with them all together um and then uh oh my gosh i can't think of his name now finn from from star wars he also has his um and he's he's like he said this is this is just this is blowing my mind that he's got a, a minifigure of himself which i would feel very much the same way and similar to you i, I was born in 79 and and i i was into all the space, like Lego and all that kind of stuff, Space Police and Blacktron. And I think I fell out around the same time you did. Just not that I, nothing really 
blocked it from my head. It's just other things kind of just kind of got it, got in there. Um, and I, I got back into it when I met my now wife because we started randomly talking about Lego and she had, again, that, that same space police set that I did. Um, and then we decided to go to a Lego store and check it out. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, there's all this other stuff here that like, this is all crazy things now. And then that's kind of what got us back into it. So Clint, you definitely wouldn't say there's anything that Lego is producing that caused you to, to turn away from it. It wasn't the product. It was just the, the, the time. Yeah, I think it was just the time. Because I remember my, my younger was still into it. I was some pirate sets that had like the face printing and stuff, like, uh, you know, different beards and whatever. And I thought, oh, that's neat. But I just wasn't into it. Not oh, Man, you, you missed all the best stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I had the face. That was cool. I you can catch up on it now. <laughs> you missed everything that Kenny loves. That's, that is true. Yeah, Clearly, you and Kenny never were in the same circles. I don't know the Spireus and, and those guys. And the, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, it's this robot, right? He's got wheels for feet. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I remember I remember vividly like the first Futron set I got. And it was like it's just so cool. I guess it was so different than the... They have visors now. Yeah, yeah. I remember going home and like kneeling next to my bed and just... Staring at the guy and like flipping his visor up and down, yeah. like, it's so awesome. Like his, he's got a diagonal too. <laughs> so neat. And I just loved it. And uh, and I I always wanted to be a cop for some reason back then. Um, and uh, so I was big into Space Police, uh, one and two. I really liked the look of two, but I I don't think I had very many sets. And I think that's kind of when I ended is with Space Police two and and all that. But I had Ice Planet and. Uh, and Blacktron 1 and 2, that kind of stuff. But, All right, so Blacktron 1 or Blacktron 2, we have to ask. 1, yeah, definitely 1. Yes. Definitely 1. That's the if, correct sorry, answer. Kenny. Only Kenny wants to. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. They, they look too happy. You shouldn't see their happy face in there. They're the bad guys. Yep, they're it's, badass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, there's people in Denmark every day that are trying to figure out the mystery of, like, why kids stop wanting lego just overnight seemingly it's not the products necessarily it's just they drift away and lego's just got scientists cracking <laughs> the case every day all day it's just nature man it's puberty and and liking it's not even that it was before. you're doing other things and you don't think about it anymore I don't, if your friends aren't all doing that also you're into other things I don't know what I was into at the time. It must have been like Ninja Turtles or Micro Machines or something, but those, those are those are big for me. But something so, something got on my birthday list ahead of Lego, and I guess it mm -hmm. was just Micro Machines and Ninja Turtles. Transformers. I you know I was never big into the Transformers. I, I liked it. I watched the show. I also had GoBots and things like that. But mm -hmm. same. I was never like super into the Transformers. I, I was He-Man, Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, and uh, that's about it. So I came up with all these questions while going for a walk one evening, and uh, it was on. It was in my head. I didn't write them down as I was walking. That would have been helpful. So then I had to get home, remember them all, and then kind of put them into words because they were just disparate phrases, and I needed to get them into questions. So they're a little <laughs> bit crazy, but... 
Uh, and I'm skipping over one that I think we already answered. This one is, are there any choices you've made at your store which you wish were easier to separate away from? Things that customers expect, but that you don't specifically care for. Wait, say that again? I'm sorry. The first. Yeah, I need to say it again for myself. <laughs> are, are there any choices that you've made at your store which you wish were easier to separate away from? So let's. You made a decision. You, you don't want to change the way you're doing something, but you're not quite happy with 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 that. Yes, and I've found ways to get out of some things recently. With COVID, it's helped me. Um, like birthday parties, how I had them set up, the amount of time or the cost that they were, or how I was running them. Like I already had that all set, and I wasn't sure of how I was gonna change that because i already had like birthday parties booked for the future and i also don't want to like make somebody mad that already had their party if now suddenly the parties are better or cost less or you know different things like that so i wasn't sure how to do that but now i've got this you know three four months with no parties so now when i start parties back up again it'll be different and it's okay awesome uh, i uh yeah, similarly with covid that it, it's you know, as bad as it is, it's it's also a potentially nice restart for certain things, yep. certain industries, certain business. Um, so for me, I moved from seven days a week to three days a week, and I have no intention of going back to anything above three days a week. Three days a week, I don't know. If, yeah, that. So I also changed my hours. Um, so initially, I was ten to six Monday. Excuse me, Monday through Saturday, I was 10 to 6. I closed on Sundays because I, I, I needed one day off. Uh, it is kind of crazy to be closed on a Sunday, but I'm a church guy and family guy, and so that's my day for, for that. Um, so I'm closed on Sundays. Um, and I also, I, it feels like once people understand, like, oh, he's closed on Sundays, they just know. And it's not like I get people driving here on Sundays and expecting it to be open and knocking on the door. It does happen. People message me, why can't it be open on Sundays? My only day off. Well, I'm sorry. We got to figure out another way to get here. Um, but once COVID happened and I came back, I shortened the hours to 12 to 5. Um, and I thought, am I going to be losing business those two hours in the morning or that one hour in the evening? Am I losing business? And I, I don't think I am at all. It, it's the funnel. The Same funnel is key. Into those hours, and you get you get your clientele, and then you squeeze them into a tight money making window. <laughs> you come here now, you give me all your money, and then I'll see you next week. <laughs> now we'll be one hour, one day a week. Pick your stuff and get it out. Right? Wouldn't that be amazing? It's great. <laughs> But no, it's been working out fine. Um, and I like having the same out. I don't want to have like a lot of places like, oh, we're eight to four on Monday. And then on Tuesday, we're nine to six. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, we're one to five. Like then the customers have no idea what it is. I, I did that for a long time. I had the same hours seven days a week because it's just easier to say. It's easier to print on cards. It's yep. easier. Easier. People remember it. Although nobody remembers it. I was telling my wife that. She's like, why don't you do this and change the hours and. Or she gets mad when people come at 5 o'clock or they're 5.15, they're walking in. I'm like, I close at 5, like, why are they here? Why don't they leave? And I'm like, I want them here. They're going to buy something. I'm not going to kick them out. They're welcome to stay here. Um, I'm like, you can't get mad at them. They have no idea 
when I open or close, they don't know. And she's like, why don't they know? It's right by the door. And I said, well, what time? <laughs> People don't read. You have no idea. Like, nobody knows what time Target closes or opens. You just go. And it's <laughs> um, But, I, you know, if you have the same hours all the time, people know. That's why three days a week, okay. I'm Once they once they know, they know. Like, all right, what, what days are you? Monday through Wednesday? Or? It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right, okay, yeah. So you got the weekend. That's the main... That's the main event. Yeah, I I wanted to squeeze. I wanted to do the the three big busiest days, and I have like seven to eight hour windows on those three days. And well, I'm we're me and my team are there seven days a week because of Bricklink, but we only open we only unlock the door on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, I don't know how you could like use that idea for something like parties. Or if you could at all, but that's what I do. Well, my parties are always only on Saturday. Like I have another room, like the back half of the store, not half, but the back part of the store is like the party room, or at least it was. Right now it's like overflowing with stuff. Because now that I don't have to have a party and have it clean all the time, like <laughs> everywhere in boxes and this is where I'm sorting things. And it's nice to have the, the space to do that. Um what did you do when you're, for your birthday parties? Just, I, I've always been, been curious. Is it like, do you have set things like for them all to do? Or is it more, you guys can come here and build and do what you want during the window that, that you have reserved for the party? I, structured. Um, so I'd have it at, um, we would do, I'd have bins back here um, of just loose parts. And we would do various things like uh, I have a ramp built, like a car ramp kind of thing, like Pinewood Derby style mm -hmm. that I built. And I, I would hand all the kids um, two wheels and like a car base to start. And then they just build whatever on top of that. And then they race the cars for a while, uh, for about 20 minutes. Um, I don't even remember what we do now. We did that. Oh, they all, they would, all the, the kids that came would get to build a minifigure out of the build a minifigure thing and they could keep. So that takes 10 to 15 minutes. Um, we would, then we would have food. They would eat all their pizza or whatever. Uh, we would do some build challenges, like time things. I give them a topic like space or, or the ocean, and they have two minutes to build something that has something to do with that. Um, just do like four or five of those quick builds like that. Um, just different games and things like that. <laughs> Yeah, I think it'd be fun if I was a kid doing that. I, I'd enjoy that, for sure. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, because not every kid is as into Lego as the kid that's having the Lego birthday party. Uh, right. Like, this is their first experience with it ever. Um, mm. That's something I don't think I would have thought about if I was having parties. Not Not before seeing it happen, but I don't think I would have thought of the idea that the, the host of the party is, is the most into Lego. Yeah, they're the ones that, you know, Mommy, I want a Lego party at the store. and they... Every, Everybody had a friend that had a roller skating party, and you're like, <laughs> why am I here? The roller skating party. <laughs> like, you might be down, but I, I don't want to be here right now. <laughs> That's why they have arcades there. Yeah, no, it... but most kids still enjoy playing with the Lego and, and being with their friends and just, you know, they're laughing. Oh, I built a boat or something. You know, ha ha, look at mine. looks terrible. Um, they all look terrible, first of all. <laughs> Why aren't there any clone troopers in this Build-A-Fig? <laughs> oh, man. 
So the, I give them the car base and the wheels, and oh man, they're just terrible, terrible build. <laughs> Clapping pieces on top, like no form to it or nothing. Like got just whatever piece they found, they stap it on, stick it on top, put the guy on it. Here's my car. <laughs> but some some kids that like the kid that had the party or some other kids they would be more into it. And they you could tell experience with Lego. You know they're trying to build something that looks like a car. And they were having fun with it. And other kids like, well, I put the I put the uh, the wheels on the base. I'm done. Like no, like have fun, build something. And some just aren't into it. But we don't like those kids. <laughs> I like all. I like all the children. <laughs> those are your conversions. You got you got to get them converted. <laughs> all right. So uh, we 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 kind of already know the answer to this, but maybe you can um, elaborate your your decisions why you you wound up where you are, but. I've said many times on the show that in order to have a successful independent Lego location, you need to be doing at least two of the three income streams, retail, bricklink, or slash online sales, and birthday parties. Um, I I wrote, do you agree and where do you fall on that chart? But we kind of know that. Uh, How did you wind up with the, 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 the two being retail and parties? Well, the the parties thing was was iffy too because if you have the space for the party, you're really just paying for that space. Um, like the the extra money you get with the birthday parties is just paying the rent for that bigger building. Um, but along with that comes a lot more customers. That one Lego fan is bringing fifteen of their friends in, and now all those kids know about your store and all their parents know that we do birthday parties and so it just builds from that so i saw yeah like that's a way that it could grow um more like that gets the word out instantly like you have a birthday party that kid's telling all their friends come to my party it's at this place they sell lego they buy things after the party's over people are buying stuff um most birthday parties i mean you go to chuck e cheese the parents aren't buying like stuff for their kids at the party but they do that here which is great <laughs> um kenny is kenny is having a fit over there brochure about the, the birthday party because you know when you have kids they make the birthday party rounds for a while you know when they they do the bouncy place and they do the <laughs> cookie cheese and they do the little art the cars and all that and like this could be another thing that they add to their list of the the lego one like yeah, I had a Lego party when I was six. Or, you know. So generally speaking, when you did you have the thought of like we will, let's do these two things when you decided to open the store, like or or were the were the birthday party things um, kind of after the fact, where you were like oh we got we got this space now what what should we do with it let's have parties. No, I I it was part of the plan of, to have the parties to help pay the rent. Um, a lot of it. I saw a YouTube video of uh, Atlanta Brick Company, and it was like a tour of their place. And the guy had said, as part of the video, he says, like, this is where we do the birthday parties. The birthday parties pays the rent for the building. And I was like, all right, I'm doing birthday parties. <laughs> At least if I have that, it's going to pay the rent, and then everything else is is, is good. Uh, but right now I can't do birthday parties, so we'll see how that works out. Um, but as far as, like, BrickLink... Like, that's great that you can balance those two things. But I just feel like for me, I don't know where I would get that. Like, do I put this in the store or do I have it, 
you know, in the on the Bricklink store. Same thing happened. Like a lot of people, when I was closed for the two months with COVID, they're like, "Oh, did you sell stuff online?" And I said, "No, I, I didn't attempt to sell anything online because I didn't want to like not have the things when I reopened." I sure I could put it on eBay or whatever, and then but then when I reopened, the shelves would be empty, or you know they wouldn't be empty, but I wouldn't have the the stock. So I want to have the store stock, and I want that to be the main focus of it. Um, even if it's not the most um, wise business decision, like to make more money just selling stuff online and not having a storefront, um, it's not as fun to me. Um, I don't know. I like interacting with the people and the kids and the adults that come in, and I've made a bunch of friends and that are into the stuff that I'm into. And instead of going out and freezing outside, putting some siding on somebody's house. I'm- <laughs> Taking apart a, a carousel or something, you know, like it's it's more fun for me. <laughs> I think Kenny had a question. So, so I, I I have a question, but I also I'm dying laughing because I haven't seen one of these parties, but I just <laughs> I just imagine you being like, you have two minutes to have fun, now have fun, <laughs> and then you're like, all right, fun's over, we're going over. So, well, so I didn't always host the parties either, so I. I hosted um, the parties, but I also hired like a kid, like college kid would come in and, and uh, host the party for me. And I would just pay him cash and he would host the party while I'm out there. Uh, towards the end, he, he got another job. So I just started hosting the parties myself and I was going back and forth. People would come in. I'm like, oh, I'll be right back. And I would come in here, tell the kids, you're going to build this for two minutes. I'd go out there. Sometimes it'd be like six minutes. And I'd come back and be like, 30 more seconds. The kids have no concept of time, so. <laughs> that sounds like me. Just I'm trying to do all the things all the time. Um, so I, I I'm not the same. I it's not that I. I don't I don't come from like a uh, an industry that's less desirable, but I don't have any interest in interacting with people. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't find it enjoyable at all running a retail store. If and I think I would find the the parties even less enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Like I if if I could get all the trade-ins but not have a retail store, I'd probably do that. <laughs> I I don't necessarily want me to be hosting the parties. Like that's not I cup of tea that's not the thing that i enjoy doing it's just that i haven't found the right person to be doing that for me yet also i'm very cheap so i'm like well i could do both at the same time and save 20 bucks or whatever so i just do it um and it's it's i i don't enjoy like every customer saying like you know they come in and say hi like i told you like i'm a shy guy i i can't think of words to say to people all the time i'm basically like they come in and I say, hi, and that's like, <laughs> something or like looking for something. I, I just kind of fake it. Like Kenny's, that's, that's, yeah, that's, me. that's Kenny's wheelhouse. He does that. He comes in talking to people, talking, asking about the grandma or whatever. That's not me. Um, but I do enjoy like certain customers that come in. Kenny, are, are you guys like we would get along and, and like that type of person. And I, there's other customers that have become my friends. 
And, uh, you know, through this, I, I would have never met them any other way. So I enjoy it. They, uh, it's also like, um, it's, it's interesting. It's kind of like I'm a bartender or like a, not a therapist, but just like it's a hangout spot. And these people come in just to hang out, not to buy stuff. They come in all the time, daily or you know, weekly, just to come and see me and see the other people that are here. And they, they know each other now and they just come and hang out. And, you know, it's fun. It's I don't know. I'd be fine with that. I I haven't gotten to that point. I just have like the same, the same groups of like parents with their kids that come in every week and buy this and that, and then the occasional AFOL that comes in like once a month and is digging through the bins for entirely too long, and also picking up an order from online where yeah. you know it's. You could just order the parts you want. You don't have to dig through the bin all day. Just buy the parts you want. I have them. They're organized. Yeah. Buy them. <laughs> uh, but I would definitely like it more if it was uh it was a cheers vibe. Yeah. But it's but it's not. <laughs> it's the Timmy's done at soccer, because I'm I'm next to a liquidator, a countertop store, and indoor soccer slash wrestling. So I get a lot of people from the soccer that come over after whatever they do in there. Their scrimmage is over. And they're like, there's not a lot of crossover between people, kids who play soccer and kids who play with Lego. But there's some. Yep. And it gets the word out there. And they have parties there. And I don't know, I feel like I get enough from that. But yeah. Yeah. Talk about me. Um I started uh, some clubs. Um, I had like a, uh, a kids club that I would do one month. It was basically a birthday party. I would run it kind of the same way, but um, it was just for whoever wanted to pay 10 bucks per kid. And it was once a month at night, 6 to 8 p.m. And they'd come in and the parents could drop them off. And we would do, you know, that kind of stuff. Build challenges or, you know, I'd take a, you know, the helicopter piece. And, oh, you got to build something out of this. Or, you know, you, you have 10 minutes to build a car, you know, or a robot or whatever out of the bull. And, you know, they would, they would do that and we'd have some pizza and they would end up buying a lot of things also. And the same ones would come every, every month. Uh, but along with that, I also did an adult club, um, that was more for me because I wanted to meet other Lego grown-ups like like you guys and uh, and others that are out there. So I started the adult club, which would meet once a month uh, for a couple hours a night. And that started off with like five people. It was super awkward. <laughs> oh, and none of us had been to this type of thing before. Um, but you know, it got bigger and, and, uh, we had a guy that came from Seattle and he had been in a big lug out there. So he knew how to, to do a lot of the stuff. Um, so, and it, it got pretty big up until COVID and now we haven't met since. So we'll see. That's, uh, yeah, my, my lug kind of fizzled out cause of COVID and getting like D R lug listed for some reason. So see you later, pen lug. <laughs> um, <laughs> But that's that's just that's what you have to do if you chose the uh, let's just call it events in general, like the retail and events. If you choose that, you got to do not only parties, but clubs and like build nights and whatever. You have to do as much as you can with that. And I feel like 
I would if that was one of the two to three things I chose, but I put 70% of my effort into the online store and 30% of the retail, and there's just there's no percent left to do that. Also, I don't have a space for it, yeah. but even if I did have a space, I'm confident that the retail store could outperform the online store if I put 70% of my effort into the retail store and 30 into the online store, but I'm just not interested in that. Yeah. Got to play to your strengths. Yeah, it could work either way. It's just, you know, what do you feel like doing, really? <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's see what this next one is. I haven't read these in like two weeks, but... What is the biggest change you have made during your time with an independent Lego retail store, which has been brought on by experience, the customers, or the sales, which you could not have foreseen in your original plans? Ooh, big question. Sorry, they're very verbose. <laughs> How have you evolved? Yeah, either from doing it, yep. from the customers requesting it, or from seeing what sells and what doesn't. Like, What's the biggest change you've made where your original plan... Did not did not calculate for that. I know I've I've changed ways of uh, what I pay for sets that come in. What I pay still for, pay too much for yeah yeah I do. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying to lower it more and more, but coming to Providence Brick Exchange, we give you more for your Lego, oh, no, more no. than Warminster Brick Shop does. We have crossover <laughs> customers, I'm sure of it. <laughs> no, yeah, I it's. I'm more picky about what I do take and it, it's tough. You know, I, originally I didn't want to turn people away cause I don't, I want them to come back. So if they would come with a, with a bucket of dog hair and, and <laughs> I would still give them an offer for it. And now it's like, you know, I, I don't need this. I, uh, I'm going to pass, you know, I just don't want this bucket of dog hair. Thank you. Um, that happens a lot. <laughs> um, so that, you know, lowering my prices and what I would buy. Uh, I still buy too much, too, I think, because I, I get a lot of stuff. I just keep buying things. Uh, but I feel like I, I, I'm still building. Like I, I think my first five years, I still need to keep growing up more, like getting more stuff. Like, do I have too many sets? Probably. Do I have, like probably three of every friend set that's ever existed just in a tote somewhere probably uh, but eventually in my mind i think i'll get to it at some point and i'll get it out on the shelf and it'll get sold and it'll be worth it but no nah, no nah, just do build a mini doll build a build a, build a mini doll crushes it you don't need any of those sets just rip all the mini dolls apart build a mini doll station well, all I, day one point you have more colors in your bulk I, I mixed them in. I mixed the mini dolls in with the build a minifigures, um, and they did disappear quickly. And I haven't like restocked that. Um, I should, but I, I that's another thing I've changed is uh, a lot of times I would get, um, let's say I get like two totes of of stuff all together. It's got instructions. It's got sets in there. I would look at it and think like, well, there's good sets in here. I, I've got to build these sets. Nah. Oh, there, there's a there's a two hundred dollar set in this in this giant tote of stuff. Um, and I would do it. I would put it out everywhere and I would take the time to fish it out, but it's just not worth it. Now I know that's a hobby, man. That's a hobby. Not worth it. Yeah. You just have, I just have to let it go. It doesn't matter what sets in there. If it's, if it's that mixed in, it's just, 
I mean, if it's a thousand dollars, maybe I do it, but it takes far too long to get all the parts out. So now it's like, I would, I would also like, I would fish all the minifigures out, put them in a Ziploc bag and keep it with that tote for whenever I would get that set done. Um, and I'm like, well, but then I would end up with all these minifigures that are, you know, worth hundreds of dollars all over the place, you know, hundreds of dollars of minifigures in these bags, just untouched. Mm -hmm. Come in looking for them, and I have them in a bag, in a tote, but I wouldn't sell them because I'm like, well, that goes with that set. I got to wait till I get that set ready. Um, but now it's like, no, I get the minifigures out, they go in the thing, they get sold. If I, when I, if I ever do get to that set and build it, I need the minifigure, I can just buy it on BrickLink for less than I sold it for, so why am I keeping yeah. it? You can always do that, yeah. Do you think, um, oh, Kenny, you had something to say, right? Yeah, just um, kind of on that. Are you getting uh, feedback with me unmuted still? Because it sounds perfect for me. You sound, you sound good. good right now. All right, word. Um, yeah, so uh, just just kind of on that thought there, um, how far off, so you're talking about like your your five-year, you know, uh, uh, thought process. How far off are you, do you think, from high, like hiring an employee or a couple of employees or whatnot. All right. Well, first off, when I say five-year plan, I don't have an actual five-year plan. I'm not the kind of guy that sat down and business plan or anything. I'm Yo, like, me either. <laughs> this Lego thing, like, can't do it. Let's just, I just do it. That's just how I am. Like, I just do it. Here we go. We're, we're trying it out. All right, let's sign this thing. Woohoo! Oh, I hope I get enough money. <laughs> I have no idea if it'll work or not. So my five-year plan is just like my five-year hopes. Like, I hope I get money. I hope I have enough money to live. <laughs> but as far as hiring an employee, so I did hire an employee uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, I hired, uh, you might have met him, Jim. Uh, okay, or, the, the guy with the glasses. Uh, yeah, so this guy, Jim, he was... Jim with the glasses. He, he's, he's a friend that... Um, that through the store, he would just come to hang out all the time. He was here to hang out, and after a while, I, yeah, I'd really like to hire him. He had gotten laid off right before COVID and everything, and um, it would work out well. Uh, but I was afford it. I don't, I'm barely getting any money myself, so how can I afford to, to pay an employee? Um, but another thing that happened with the COVID was, um, so I have, I have twin three-year-olds, kids, boy-girl twins, and we would have a girl come to our house and watch the twins while my wife was at school. She's a school teacher. So she'd go to work, and my other kids would go to school, and I would come here, and uh, the, the girl would come to our house and watch the twins. Um, but she graduated college, got another job. She can't do that anymore. Um all at the same time that this is happening. Um, and because of COVID also, there's like a shortage of people that are available to watch your kids mm -hmm. at, at somebody else's house and at daycares and things like this. And daycare costs a lot of money, more mm -hmm. than paying this person. Uh, but I was like, you know, I could pay someone to be at the store. I can bring the kids to the store because I have this party room now that's unused for parties. It's basically just, this is what I'm in here. No, that's... Uh, Oh, nice. That's the room. <laughs> um, I'm like, I could just have the kids back there um, during my shortened hours. It's really just 12 to 3.30, so three and a half hours a day. They're here with me, hanging out in this room. I put on Paw Patrol, 
<laughs> you know, they play with their Play-Doh and eat their lunch, and, and that's it. And the I, other way around. And I use the money I would have paid to watch the kids or daycare. I use that money to pay an employee to be here at the store with me. So I'm watching the kids. He can help customers. But it ends up being like I'm out there, too. I kind of neglect my kids. They're just back here hanging out watching people. <laughs> I talk to him and stuff. And <laughs> Be there in 30 seconds, kids. I'm, I'm using my, I'm basically my the daycare now for my own kids, and I'm using money to pay for an employee. Do you find that the, uh, what, what you pay the employee is less than how much productivity the employee gets for your business? Like, I mean, that's, that's the idea of employees, right? Yeah. Yeah, pay them, and then the business is, is bigger at a, a larger percentage than, than what you pay them. It, it's always tough with employees when, like, you know, as the owner, you're like, oh, I'm paying this guy 15 bucks an hour or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm paying him that, and he just built this set that I'm going to sell for 20 bucks, but it took him an hour and a half to do it. Like, that's not good. <laughs> so that's that part I have to, like, kind of block away a little bit because it's just it's adding to the store it's, i'm getting other things done at the same time it's adding to this the whole store even though it's just that one set at that time other times it's more things or you know you could get a bunch of minifigures out and that's you know a couple hundred bucks and that took 15 20 minutes so it all evens out it works out um it, it it's tough you just got to not think about it as much or at least i have to so just not think about it as much. I agree. <laughs> I yeah. I found that um, the online sales were so big for just all, like all industries during COVID that I was really happy that I had an established online store going into it. We attempted to mobilize the because none of the products in the retail store like yours were online. My online store is completely separate inventory. Um, because it's different types of items. But uh, we tried to get all the retail stuff online in like May or so, but then we were allowed to open in like June 5th, I think. So at that point, we just scrapped whatever progress we had on on moving the retail stuff online. And like, whatever, it's here. Come get it. I don't want to ship boxes anyway. <laughs> you, so you have to like constantly update it though. Like somebody buys something in the store... You've got to take that off the site, like immediately, or, or what? It it was gonna be the kind of thing where it was a separate Bricklink store that had all of the box sets from up front in it, and the Bricklink store was was virtually closed when the retail store was open, and then it was like you'd you'd rectify all the changes and then reopen the Bricklink store. So like overnights and uh, on days you weren't open, it would be open, and that's just. I mean, if that's what you have to do, that's what you have to do. But I, I, I didn't get that far, so it never happened. Yeah, I followed a lot of other like independent stores on like Facebook and Instagram to see, you know, I was interested to see what they're doing and how they they do things. And I saw a lot of like online Facebook auctions and stuff like that. And I didn't do any of that kind of stuff. Um, good for them to do that. I just wasn't my thing. Like I, I don't know, it's just. It's hard for me to do things that I wouldn't participate in as much. Like, if I had, like, I don't know, they're like, here it is, today's auction, this. 
<laughs> Garmatron. This chunk of a, of a Ninjago set is twenty bucks. Garmatron. There you go. And somebody buys it. It's weird to me. Like, why would they buy that? <laughs> but they do. But I didn't participate in that. That's Garmatron. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's I know. I know everything. So yeah, <laughs> you and I you and I are similar in that um we wouldn't have any part of this, so it's not the easiest thing for us to understand how the other side thinks. Yeah. Like I I don't know what Kenny would want to come in and buy cuz hey, I'm not do. Kenny. It's Kenny. We know Kenny. We know Kenny. He he'd want to buy that display that has the western and the explorians and I guess the time cruisers in it. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think I had one more. Um, and I think we might have answered this as well, but uh, how has the abundance of Lego affected your connection with the hobby itself? All right, so this is something I thought about before opening the store. I'm like, is this going to make me hate Lego? Like, I, am I going to get tired of it? Like, uh, I'll be surrounded by it and dreaming about it all night. And, and I was like, who cares? I don't want to look at it anymore. But it hasn't happened. I still enjoy Lego. Um, I'm happy to be around it all the time. It is. It's weird if I think about it. Like not a day goes by that I'm not like touching Lego or snapping them together, or taking them apart. Like it's every day of my life now. It's, it's strange. Um, and I, I, I don't know. It is weird. I don't know what my wife thinks about it. I should ask her because that's. It's strange, like, uh, that I'm so into the Lego world that, like, every day I have to look and, like, I know, like, oh, there's new parts that are coming out. Like, who cares? But really, but I do. I care. Like, I like seeing that kind of stuff and I enjoy it and I like being surrounded by it and having all the sets and I don't care. Well, I do care what sets they are, but, like, even the new, like, if they're troll sets and they got weird pieces that are just strange and I like looking at them and seeing what they are, you know. Not that I want them to exist per se, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm having a good time. That's yeah, good. I think it's another one that like Lego in particular, um, being what Lego is, it's I think the amount of time where that that it takes before you know too much about how the sausage is made and having that affect your love of the sausage, like it, it's it's longer, I think. Because there's there's so many more aspects of it, and there's so many different parts of things <laughs> that uh, that you can kind of go into, that uh, that generally you you don't get burned out as much as quickly. What is it, Kenny? Uh, the long sausages, probably. That was like the weird <laughs> talking about awesome. long sausages over there. Like, it killed me. Like, like, I know what you're going for your your, your analogy, but <laughs> but yeah, like with, with a lot of things, it's. If if you go into if if something that you love um, becomes what you do for a living, it can it can turn pretty quickly. Um, it once once you have to look at it from a business standpoint. But I think just that with the variety of things that you can do with Lego in particular, and the variety of Lego in particular that there are now, with all the different IPs, be them licensed or not, um, and the different kind of like the the spread of Lego fans and things like that, um, it it tend it seems to tend to be a little bit longer before people get burned out on it and before they lose their love for the hobby itself even though it is their livelihood now yeah there's different aspects of the hobby i think that different people are are into like um like for chris he enjoys i'm guessing like 
getting this stuff and selling it for more than you paid for. That's what you like to do with it. Um, it's not as much building the set. Like that might be lower on, yeah. on your list than, than other things. And for me as well, I, I like getting the good deal on something. I, li I like, you know, the hunt uh, of maybe not as much anymore. Like when I was clearance hunting and stuff and just selling things online, I enjoyed that. Like the rush, like I got this R2-D2 for $7. That's awesome. That was cool and fun. Now I want to go to Savers. Even more, more so than building the set or having the set. Like that was fun to me. Um, so I enjoy having the store and getting all the sets and like, and just looking through the bins and like, oh, cool. I got this minifigure and he's a hundred dollars and I paid a dollar for it. I had no idea he was in this bag. That's cool. Um, so I like that. I do still enjoy building it though. Um, and that's part of why maybe I'm not getting tired of it. Cause I still have things that I want to do with Lego. I still want to build my city or build spaceships and, and that kind of stuff and create things and, and, um, Get my own personal pieces organized so I can build things. Oh, you'll break soon. I have time for that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, on that on that note, what what is your uh, like top top couple? You know, top three or so favorite sets ever. Set? We, we, we... Official sets. We we know Matt's is Fort Legorado. We know Paul just just wants all the architecture ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, am I putting nostalgia in this, or am I? What, whatever, whatever your favorite is. Like if I if, if me saying that right there, hopefully just like spark, you know, just like boom, you know. But like or, or thought of a few anyway. I don't want to limit it and say all like right, oh your top right, one, but a few different things. All right, so I have a few sets that I just really enjoyed building and having like they're just awesome um the old fishing store that was great very different a lot of detail packed into it like colors and shapes and everything about it so i thought that was a cool one um ninjago city was really cool and different mm -hmm. a lot of things going on I, I like stuff that has like a lot of variety um the metal beard sea cow from the lego movie i thought was awesome just this big giant wacky pirate ship like just so crazy and big. I, I like it. It's cool. Um, but favorite sets? I mean, those are up there. Um, Galaxy Squad theme. <laughs> I love. I, I don't. I have a love for Galaxy Squad theme because it was. It's like it was classic space in a way to me because of the different colors that they had. I could see like okay, they're trying to do this, um, but it's new, updated pieces, and it, and it was cool. I liked how every. Uh, set had something else that it did. They came apart, um, but they just look really good to me. The, the minifigs look cool. They just need the air tanks. I think we've talked about that, Kenny. They just need air tanks on those guys, and they'd be fine. <laughs> uh, or get all them as a kid. But um, yeah, those are probably my favorites. Like old fishing store, um, assembly square was really good. I like the buildings. I don't know why. I, I don't know. Maybe it's the carpenter part of me. Like I like the the buildings. Um, yeah, yeah. I think like we actually have, uh, have we have similar, I think tastes and enjoyments in sets. So Ninjago City is definitely one of my top sets. Um, I have Do all, all the modulars. What's that? Do all four of us have Ninjago City? I guess so. There you go. Nice. <laughs> By that alone, that should make it the top set. Four out of four but panelists I, agree. <laughs> I have all the modulars, and my favorite one is, though not the best one, my first one that I got was the Cafe Corner. Um, because um, 
because because it was the first one that got me into the end of the line and then for nostalgia um it's oh sorry the grand emporium was the one that got me in the line cafe corner was the, the proudest one i got but grand emporium is my favorite um and for nostalgia it's the blacktron message intercept base because it was the only big set i ever had and i got it because um my sister's boyfriend at the time was trying to like get in good with the family and, and all that trying to get me to like show that I, how much I liked him and you should really go out with him. Like, make sure you get, you get, get married and stuff. They didn't, they didn't get together, but I certainly got that set. And so I got to play with my first and only big Lego set when I was younger. And it was that one. So it'll always, it'll always be cool to me. <laughs> it's a bracket winner too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I like all the classic space stuff. And I, I mean, I love them from, the nostalgia perspective of me playing with them as a kid. I just don't think, I don't remember keeping many of them together as sets as a kid. Like I had them and I did build them multiple times, like the police station, um, the space police station, but I would build it and then I would just take it apart, build spaceships out of it. Mm -hmm. And once it would go by, I'd build it back together, take it apart again. Um, same thing with my castle. I would take that apart a lot, but um, mostly everything was just spaceship. Let's, like everything, pop some wings on it, put the guy on top. <laughs> Just like Benny. <laughs> yep. um, the more um, jewels, as me and my brothers call them, like the clear pieces, like the better it would be. Like oh, every clear piece, so like, you could get on that. It's all over. It's so sparkly. The more jewels, but they were la they were laser beams. They weren't just for sparkle. They were lasers for me too. Uh, but wings, lots of wings. Like, I would get the sets based on what pieces were in the set as a kid. I would look at it and be like, all right, this one's got a white spaceman. I only got one white spaceman, so I'm going to get this one. And it's got two of the big wings. It's got two of the little wings. Oh, yeah. Look at all the jewels. I'm, this is a set for me. Um, I would do it <laughs> as the, the instruction set, but I wouldn't really keep it together as that set. It was more of – so that's why I don't think I have, like, as much, like, that's my favorite set for the classic space thing because I didn't keep them together. Or you could be like Chris and like every classic space set is a blue triangle. It's a, that, that's there, what it is. Every species. one of them is a gray and blue triangle. Like, <laughs> yeah. Try to tell me that like 928 and 926 and 924 aren't the same set. <laughs> we'll find out when we do the classic space everything at once episode. <laughs> it's just one set. Every I, I New five minutes long of dome piece or you know a new uh cockpit or something you know that's uh it's it's, it's interesting because i don't think i ever rebuilt any of my sets uh, like, i, I built lot. them all once i when i got them but then they either stayed together or they became parts to build something else with i i don't understand in the least that like Build the puzzle, take the puzzle back apart, put it in the box, and next year, build it again. I, uh, Paul well, loves it. I have no understanding of that idea. I, my I, my older brother had, um, what's the Blacktron one with the, the legs that move like this? The Alienator. 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 Yeah, he had that one, and he must have taken it apart and put it back together so many times. Like He had it memorized, and he would just build the set just for memory. Um, I don't think you could do that with today's set maybe something <laughs> but like today's set somebody's building it from memory i used to growing up also i had a few I that i had do, memorized yeah i could do i could still do recon robot probably from memory. i could definitely do c sprint I, I nine yeah c sprint nine uh uh saucer scout um 
but yeah, these so, are probably uh, bad grade uh, sets, a, a though. Of, <laughs> yeah, I caught a couple of the smaller, uh, the smaller Ice Planet ones because that that was like my first like full line. I had almost all the Ice Planet guys, but uh, but yeah, I'm 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 with a couple or one of you or whoever said it. I don't remember now, but like I would I would totally uh, uh, take it apart, build something else, or or have it ready, and then I'm like, well, I need that part, and I gotta take that apart to build what I'm building. And it's like, well, might as well. Because I would just constantly re- be rebuilding them and, and whatnot, but it was always cool to have them all built. And you're like, yeah, look at all my stuff. Look at this fleet. <laughs> I don't think I ever yeah. more than one thing built. That I would have like one spaceship that I'd be swishing around. Everything else is destroyed. <laughs> Did you guys ever like modify your minifigures or like pop arms off and change their hands around or anything? Oh like yeah, that? oh yeah. I would uh, like just use like marker and like like mark them up and like oh. paint them. But that was that Clint, was it. Tell me about the awfulness that you see with Sharpie. Uh, I don't like... sell them. <laughs> Those were mine. I, I, I take some of the Sharpie off with hand sanitizer. Yep, um, that's what we do. Sanitizer, get as much of it off as I can. If it's not much of it, it goes in the build a minifigure bin. If somebody wants it, then they take it, I guess. But um, if it's just a little bit, I can get it off. Um, the only one I ever modified myself was, um, I made, so when the, when the Futrons came out, it wasn't really, uh, the equivalent of a white spaceman. There was white, you know, before there was white, yellow, red, blue, and black. And then when they did a Futron, there was the guy that had the half black, half white, but he had a black helmet and black arms. So I was like, that's the black spaceman. Where's the white spaceman? Because he was my favorite because I only had one of him. So that guy was my favorite. I'm like, he's not, he doesn't have a Futron counterpart. So I mod- I, you know, I switched the arms and the helmet. So now he's got a white helmet and he's got white arms, but he's got the half black. Um, but then I took, my dad had like this roll of foil tape, like for uh, air ducts and things. It was like <laughs> foil. And I put it on the visor and just cut it around the visor and just it's like ah, oh, so cool. And that I, would be pretty badass, actually. <laughs> like this is my guy. Like that's my that was my favorite little bit there. Do you still have it now? That's a question. I still have. Yeah, I still have it. Um, I I can see if I can find it. It's around here. Yeah, <laughs> that should be your sig fake from now on. The stuff is peeling, but yeah, <laughs> I got four of those in the last week, Kenny. That that guy. I was gonna say he's he's now in statue form. The the What's white spaceman that you made. It's the statue that goes with the Space Police Three big ship. Did Kenny? Did you do something to the visor, or is that a you just bought a white I, I non-production bought, yeah, visor? I bought that white visor, but there's like a little bit of flash like on the side. You're not gonna be able to tell because um, I think it was like one of those unreleased parts or whatever. Like like you were telling me about it. But. It is. Yeah. So where'd you get it? Brickling. Brickling uh, had it, yeah. Yeah, who else? Is it, it's the Germans. Yeah, there's there's printed on white, but there's no blank white as a production element. Just like there's no. Um, that is pretty cool. <laughs> pearl light gray visor on its own, but there's uh, maybe a printed one somewhere. Probably not. I don't know. I used to buy that kind of stuff. Um, do you think there's a direct correlation between uh, taking markers to your Lego and falling out of the Lego hobby faster as a child? <laughs> like, I look ruined all these 
awesome Lego here, so I might as well just stop. But yeah, no, I never sharpied them myself. I, although I did, I think I melted one. Um, another, uh, so there's a story for you. Uh, me and my brothers, uh, so I have two brothers, older and younger. And we, we had gone to a birthday party at Burger King. And we came home with a helium balloon. One helium balloon says Burger King on it. So we're coming home with this. And like, oh, let's tie a spaceman to this. <laughs> Inside the house, you know, and we're hovering him around. So it was a blue spaceman, just like Benny. And we tie him to the, to the string. And he has, we're letting him go in the house. And he kind of hovering a little bit. And we're like, oh, let's take him outside because we're idiots. So we bring it outside in the front yard. And we're catching it. I mean, we're letting go and catching it. Letting go and catching it. Seeing how you know high we can go and still catch it. And he gets away, and he starts flying away, and we're like, oh, no, bye. Bye, blue spaceman. And then, like, seriously, like two years later, <laughs> uh, we're playing. The little girl had moved in across the street, like across and over one house, and we're playing with her in her yard, and we see up in a tree, like, this little, like, spring hanging out. <laughs> we look at it, and we're like, that's our spaceman, and he's hanging there. He's all faded. And but he was hanging there. We got him down. I'm like it was two years later. I'm like ah, oh, this is great. <laughs> That's He's green awesome. now. <laughs> I, I like it because like it was that was my blue spaceman, and I don't know if it's mine or my brother's, but it was a blue spaceman. I got on a little adventure, and <laughs> <laughs> I would never, I would never get rid of that one either. Have me another one that I would keep for life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I don't remember ever sharpening them, but yeah, I think we melted one with like. You know, when my parents were home playing with matches or something, like kids should not do. <laughs> right in the WD forty or something, and <laughs> yeah. usually I don't want to torture the Lego. I I, I like the Lego. Like, I don't know if I find a, a Lego on the on the ground somewhere, like walking around in a parking lot. I find one, like I'll pick it up and like put it in my pocket. Like I have to rescue you. So bad if I'm vacuuming and I hear one go in, like I'll dig it out of the canister. <laughs> I, I've, I've given up on that. Like I find Lego in the parking lot at my store, and I'm like, it's done now. <laughs> now I gotta rescue it. Kenny, did you find that in in Clint's parking no. lot? <laughs> no, I just like, I, like even if it's like an extra part like that, like it's in, and I, and I would never miss it. I would, st I still do the same thing. Like, no, it can't be lost. <laughs> like, even though that's. that's there's Lego in my parking lot right now, and I don't care. Like, I, I'm over it. Because, you know, it gets driven over by several cars. It's all ground to a pulp. I'm like, what? what? All right, that, that's all right. that I have also changed a little bit. Like, I used to even keep, like, broken parts. Like, I would, if it was snap, bent, like, I would still keep it. I would think, oh, I can use that in something with the droid area. But now it's like, nope, this is broken. In the garbage. I'm okay with letting it go now. So I'll Simplify your life. Someday I'll have parking lot Legos like you. And I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> just, just brush it to the side as you're walking. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, Kenny, did you have any other questions? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> we probably answered them just talking between each other too, but uh, for the show I don't think there's anything uh, else for me anyway. For sure. Uh, Clint, do you have any questions for us? Uh, no. Kenny, you coming to visit? 
Yeah, I'll be, I'll be there again soon. I was trying to. I've been doing a couple things lately. I tried fishing the other day. Uh, this, that, and the other. So I know that if I go to your store, I'm gonna buy a lot of stuff. So. <laughs> no, you don't have to. Just come and hang out, buddy. You don't have to buy anything. Just come and hang out. I know Clint. Clint actually uh, came to my store recently. I did. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, surprised the heck out of me. He was wearing his Lego mask. He's like, "Oh, you can recognize me. I got a Lego mask." <laughs> <laughs> I went up there. Well, you have a Lego store at your mall. I went there to get. I saw online that they had minifigure parts in the uh, the built minifigure thing, like exclusive ones for Halloween. They've been doing that a lot lately. It's uh, good and bad, I guess. Well, oh they, yeah, they had some like like new parts, like specifically to, that went into the the build a minifigure, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, parts that are um, exclusive. There, yeah, like we uh, we actually in the in the I got this uh, kid Zane who comes in on Saturdays and just builds the hell out of minifigures out of our minifigures that get pulled out of the bulk, and he found this hair, um, and he's like, "What did this one come from?" And we were looking it up on Bricklink, and it's not in any sets. And I was like, all right, well, maybe it's in a mini, a new minifigure that isn't inventoried yet, because then it wouldn't register as being in a set yet. It's just in a minifigure, but not even because it's not inventoried yet. I'm looking through pages and pages and pages, and we finally, we ask another local expert, and they said, oh, no, it was on the build a minifig bar. Like, it has no history in anything except for on there. Yeah, just to make it harder for Bricklinkers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, like they're doing pieces like that, and, and I think like didn't they have like some shields that were only in the in the minifigure bar too, yeah, and stuff yeah, like I that. Uh, colors of things. Yeah, uh, there's a dog. That's why I got when I went to the Kinney's Lego store. There were wiener dogs that were black. You know the the series twenty or series nineteen dog walker had the wiener dog. I think it was brown. Yeah, I got the elephant. Um, yeah, the pink uh, <laughs> Valentine's elephant. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, that's that. That's the kind of thing that was only in the build a minifig bar. Like, is it still there now, or was it only for like Valentine's Day kind uh, of a thing? But now they have like, Tiger Kid, um, things like that. There's, I think, seasonally they're doing that now. Interesting. I haven't been to a Lego store since COVID, so it's. Uh, I haven't. I haven't even taken a look at the at the minifigure bar in a long time. They ended up not having any of the ones I went there for, but they had those dogs, and the lady let me get. Um, fifteen. Fifteen dogs. I was like, sweet. That's they don't let you do. That's it. like a roll the dice, pick the right employee on the right day with the right not caring attitude, and and maybe you can get fifteen seagulls or fifteen wiener dogs or fifteen of the part that's worth more than like the shield. Like when I got fifteen of the shield. So is it like basically? You, you got the number of parts that you would have used in order to make a three-pack? Is that what, what the 15 is? Yeah, five. Yeah, now, yeah. Paul, it's not something you would ever, ever do because you'd want three minifigures. But... I would. But I understand. Like, I, I just was wondering where, like, 15, like, that they equate them all to, it's a part. <laughs> so 15 of that thing. They have like... to be, they have to be minifigures or else it doesn't count. Yep. Right, yep. Kenny? Uh, yeah, also... so, uh, no, I was, uh, yeah, you uh, you went up to, to Braintree because our, our Providence Lego store is is just a table at the front and they show you a picture of, of the store. Like, they don't let you come in. I don't know if they changed it yet. <laughs> I don't know why they're doing that. Yeah, they don't let you in the store. You just say, like, oh, I want the haunted house. They go get it and bring it to you. And, like, 
I guess I could have done it online. <laughs> yeah, because that would have been free to ship anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, in in the in the in the uh, my mall in Braintree, uh, like they they don't know what they're doing, and I feel bad. Like I end up helping the customers because <laughs> like there was this dad like asking for. It's something. just a mall job, man. It's just a mall job. They they're not Lego fans. There was there was this there was this dad like trying to get something like not hard, and the 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 workers were like yeah go to go on eBay, and I'm like. Well, you can't tell them about BrickLink. Like it's like that's where I learned about it. Was that store the old store manager? He was like, he was like uh, Chris Kringle from uh, whatever the one where he grows up and he's got his red hair before he's Santa. Like he looked like that, and he was always like interested in what I was doing and stuff. But he he told me about BrickLink like twelve years ago or, or or something, and that's where I started. It was right around when the Grand Emporium came out, and I started chopping BrickLink then. But. Um, so but yeah, it's just like, you know, not everybody will know, but like, it'd be yeah. nice. Like, I helped the family with Monkey Kid before it was out. I'm like, how do they not even know this is coming out? <laughs> and like, Lego owns BrickLink now, so yeah. come on. Yeah, it's not, it's yeah, not like help a brother out. Yeah. yeah the, no, the Providence Lego store has been pretty good to me. They've, they've sent me a lot of customers. Um, wow, nice. They're looking for older things. They they tell them about the store, and, and they've called from their store, from the, from the mall. They've called... Like, hey, are you open? I'm like, yep. I'm here. So they send it right over. They, they do that uh, for me as well, and I like. There's, there's no reason why they should, but they do. <laughs> they send a lot of people my way, and it's, it's awesome. Um, I don't have a phone number at the store, and I want to keep it that way. But uh, I guess they, they could call me if I did have a phone number. <laughs> it's 2020, man. We don't need phones. We don't need newspapers. Like. Old people come in and they're like, "Why don't you have a phone number?" I'm like, they, "No, they'll email me. They'll email me and they'll say, why don't you have a phone number?'" It's like, "You already have asked me a question. Yes. It could have been the one you wanted to ask, but it wasn't." My number one question is like, "What are your hours?" And I'm like, "If you found my phone number, how do you not know?" What time I'm open if you have the phone number. But, yeah. That's right. I'm Google, look, look a little lower on the Google Maps and you'll see the store hours. <laughs> I, I, I never want... Like, do you? I, all right, so tell, tell us about the kind of phone calls you get, aside from what are your hours. Uh, a lot of spam, like pretending to be Google, pretending to be, uh, you know, things like that. Like, oh, your Google Maps listing is not up to date. And I'm like, yep, this is not really Google. I'm just going to hang up on this. I, I recognize some of the numbers. I don't answer them. Just a lot of spam. Well, other than that, so real maybe like don't have a phone number then. Well, no, I, I do get a lot of like, do you have this set? Um, do you have any Scooby? Is the answer always no? No, no. I, I I have a lot. Like somebody today asked me about mystery machine. I just happened to my my employee was back here boxing up a mystery machine that I had just gotten. Um, so I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, a lot of them I don't have, or I say, oh, I don't have this. Or, but a lot of it's just, uh, what are your hours? Are you open? What time do you close? That kind of stuff. So <laughs> I'm just definitely not getting a phone number. I, I'm just <laughs> assuming people are um, answering that qu- those questions on their own with, like, what are your hours and are you open by doing any amount of looking at all. But... I just feel if I had a phone number all day, aside from the spam, all day it would be like, "Do you have the Do you have the, the green grocer? When are you gonna get the green grocer? 
or the kind of people who think that I am the Lego store yeah. are the kind of people who use phones all day <laughs> to make phone calls. Like, it's the old, olden times. And they would call me and be like, do you have the Lamborghini Sion? I'm like, no, and I won't. Yeah. So... When are you getting it? That's what they asked. Like, it just came out. I'm not going to get it. I don't have any way to get it cheaper than you do. Like, just go get it yourself because oops, I, I don't have a way of getting it for anything less. <laughs> yeah. Right, my camera turn off. That's okay. <laughs> That's what you look like now. This is Chris now. <laughs> There he uh, is. We're back. In, in very low resolution, so but there you are. Yeah, I I have uh, no intention of getting a phone number. In fact, if I could, we, with, and I'm sure you guys all get them too, the amount of spam uh, text messages now all about like the election and previous uh-huh. to that all about CBD oil and previous to that, I don't remember. But <laughs> it's several a day every day, at least for me. Um, I would love to go into the future where we don't have text we don't have sms or phone calls anymore i don't need either of them <laughs> chris just wants to cut off from society entirely if possible i just buy from my bricklink store and leaving the fuck alone <laughs> just give me money what's, that's it what's sms text message what's sms even mean? uh well i was gonna say cellular but that's a c um something messaging and, system i think yeah, yeah. short message <laughs> It's, I think it's simple. It might be simple because it's uh, the other version of that is um, the one with like attachments. It's a different MS. So it might be, I don't know. One of us is going to Google it. Or none of us are going to Google it. I've forgotten calls asking about like actual masonry bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only got one of them and it was shortly after I opened. You're like, oh, oh. Like somebody walked in and like, oh. <laughs> I also have gotten I think two people who just think it's a general like hobby shop and they're like you got RC cars? Oh yeah. No. Like, it's <laughs> only Lego. I, the spot that I'm in used to be a hobby shop for like 20 years. Oh no. <laughs> the same spot. So I once in a while I'll get an old guy looking like, "Oh, look, where's the hobby shop?" I'm like, "Well, that's gone, buddy. That's that's long gone. Like 5 years before here, like I retired and it was gone. It's a newer hobby now. Yeah, they look at it and like, oh, I don't know about these Legos. You can build trains; you don't have to buy trains. Yeah, I've had a couple asking about actual bricks. What the first one? I the guy called and he was like, oh, "I have a bunch of, uh, I got a bunch of bricks." <laughs> like, all right, and I'm thinking Lego in my mind uh, on the phone, and I'm like, "All right, well, like, what kind?" And he's like, "Just, just plain red bricks." And I was thinking, right? All right, I'm still following. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, they're all the same size. He says, yep, they're all the same. Just, just standard bricks. And I'm like, well, how many do you? There's two wheelbarrows full. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I still didn't understand because I'm like, two wheelbarrow. Like, first of all, why is this guy measuring his Lego? <laughs> yeah, best due to the measure. <laughs> yeah. Like, how'd you get so many of the same? And I was like, oh, okay, all right. Uh, bricks, bricks. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. how, how did you let him down? 
that was it. I was just like, there's a toy, but it. Like, oh, okay, all right. I'm like, no, I don't buy your used bricks. Like, <laughs> imagine though, you had a store where you could like exchange bricks. Yeah, this guy thought you had to like. Like, I, the red's all right on these ones, but I like the red on those ones more. <laughs> let, let, you want to, can we one for one these? Also, clearly you don't have a business model if we're just trading. <laughs> Honey, the chimney's coming down. There's gold in there. <laughs> <laughs> all the bricks we have are in this wall behind me here. <laughs> That's amazing. That might be the best one yet. <laughs> what? So people will walk in like not knowing what it is. They'll just walk in and they look around. And they're like, "Oh, so," and then they ask me like, "So what is this place?" And I'm like, "Again, Legos for sale." Like, you're like, it, "This is as if you reached into my living nightmare and are explaining it to others." Like, this how, it's uncanny. Like, how, yep. how does this work? I'm like, "Well, you give me money, I give you Lego." Like, I don't understand why they don't understand. Like, what's... There's a... All right. On the Lego, it's... You buy it. So, uh, you're in a a strip, you said, right? So, how close together are the the entrance doors to each of the stores? Is it, like, equidistant? Like, there's not, like... Like, one's at the left end and one's at the right end, so they're next to each other? No, they're, like, in the center of each spot. All right, so you probably don't get anybody who's who's walking into the wrong store thinking they're walking into the neighboring store. I do. You do? Oh, what what is wrong with people? Well, the, my problem is on each side of me, it, one side is a nail salon and the other side is a like a massage parlor, both owned by the same people, and they work together. They all constantly are crossing back and forth, and they're called the same thing. One is a... Mm. Ale and one is Oasis Spa, and I'm in the middle of them. Oh so man! People constantly just walking up, open the door. Got a big sticker with a Lego Happy Guy right on the eye level. They open the door. Oh, this is the wrong one, and then they go get their nails done or whatever. But yeah, I'm right in the middle of them, and I don't know why one of them didn't move into this spot when it was empty. Like to yeah, each other. Well, I mean, it's it's not the easiest thing to move, even if yeah. you're moving three feet. Um, all right, well, you have uh, you have hit all of the the awful things I have to deal with. <laughs> so me, for me, it's um, it's like kind of like a vestibule where there's like the the door to the store next to me is like all the way against my store, and my door is all the way against their store. So it's two doors with like just I don't know three feet in between them yeah. that, and they lead into the stores at like a diagonal. So. You walk up, I'm on the right, they're on the left, and I rationalize it by saying, what, 90% of people are right-handed? You just grab the right door. You don't read anything. And I guess that does, that, that, uh, that's shot to hell now if they're um, completely walking into a, a center-doored store <laughs> that's not the store they wanted to. I, I can't imagine being the kind of person who like goes through life without reading a sign in front of them, but... <laughs> It happens. Yeah. yeah, it'll happen more, more and more. I think as time goes on. <laughs> Ouch! But uh, so, so one of the things I get is they do the uh, like the lap of shame. 
in my store where like they 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 walked into my store and they're like something's wrong here but it'd be really awkward if i just about faced and walked out the door so they walk around they look at things real briefly and then they quietly like walk out the door i'm like you could have just left um this is just a chris rants about things time of the of the show and then we'll get out of here but do you have parents that come in with kids and then the parents say now we're not buying anything today to the kids because yeah. I'm just I'm just in my head I'm like just get the fuck out like, <laughs> like it's just a, like it's you a, could just leave yes but in my mind it's like all right well I, you know I hope that they would like they're putting things in their Christmas list or they're keeping things in mind for later they can still yeah. tell other people that you exist but yeah it's like like no we're not getting anything today we're just looking it's like all right well. I'm done, I'm done talking to you, but not not really. You still got to be nice. But in my head, that's like a that's, that's like a toy strip club. It's like you can look, but you can't. Yeah. <laughs> What's what I find funny there is that Chris is like you still or Clint was like you still got to be nice to customers and all that kind of stuff. Chris is like get the fuck out of my store. You're wasting my time. Well, it's an internal dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's the kind of people where like you've never seen them before. They don't look like the typical customers, and they say that to their kids, and I'm like. I wish I could fully go back to what I was doing, but now you're here, and it's it's like a speed bump in life. Well, that's also, yeah, a lot of times, like, I'm kind of, like, maybe it's part of the shyness or, like, just being antisocial. It's like, I don't want to see people or talk to human beings, that kind of stuff. So, like, anybody, even if they're buying stuff, part of me is like, get out of here. I'm trying to, like, build this thing. I'm trying to <laughs> Please, but no, they're here to buy stuff at my store. I should want them to come in. Or like, I see the a car pull up, and somebody gets out, and I'm like, oh man, I gotta put my mask. On. I hope they don't come in here. And then I, <laughs> and no, I want them to come in here. Relieved <laughs> when they walk next door to the nail salon. I'm like, oh good. I'm like, no, that's not good. They should come. Up here. You got, you gotta be the one that's just like, hey, hey. I know you're getting your nails done, but uh, you want some Lego? Hey, hey, yeah. come on. So, <laughs> so my. my my front windows are all like completely opaque, so it's it's always a surprise when somebody comes in. Yeah. I don't have that. I can't see the parking lot. I like it that way. Oh, I, <laughs> I have a bell on the door. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a bell that rings in the back if I'm back there, but uh, it's a small enough store that I, I, you can see the whole thing at any given time. Yeah. Yeah, just when I'm in the like party room, I can't see. Yeah. I went into uh, a toy store near uh, uh, Pinkerton's house in, in Maryland, and um, Vicky and I were in there for, I don't know, a couple minutes before somebody emerged from the back, only to tell us that if uh, if we need any help, let her know. <laughs> and it's just like, it's like, like an antique toy store, like all kinds of old stuff. It's just, it looks like a convention. It's just a big heap. Um. But I, I don't know what they're doing in the back. I don't know if they have a booming online business and they're just like shipping stuff. And if somebody wants to come in, that's great, which is kind of what I want for my store. But it was a while before. And, and there's no lines of sight in that store. It's just heap style. So <laughs> it's, it was weird how long it took for someone to emerge when we're just in there with all their stuff. Because this store is like twice the size of mine. They're just in the back watching Wheel of Fortune, waiting for the commercial to come on or something. And 
<laughs> my stories, wait. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Well, yeah. I guess, Paul, you could get us out of here. That's what you do best. <laughs> and, and ask questions. Well, well thanks. Well, I appreciate everything. Yeah, well, we're going to say thanks to you for being here. We appreciate you coming on, uh, sharing some good insight, and uh, helping Chris to commiserate for being another Lego retailer and knowing that... A Lego curmudgeon. <laughs> knowing that it's not just him that gets dumbass customers that come into a store, but everyone gets dumbass customers that come into a store, apparently. Um, why don't you uh, tell everyone where they can find you once again, if you wouldn't mind? I am physically located in Smithfield, Rhode Island, so if you're in the area, come on by. It's close to everything that's nearby. <laughs> if you uh if you wanna go to if, if you want to let's see, were you were you karate? No, no, that's that's Chris's karate okay. soccer. So if you're now if you want to get a massage and uh, and your nails done at the same time, go over there. Learn some karate. <laughs> little, uh, ballet move. I don't know any ballet moves. <laughs> eat some eat some fast food. Yeah, good fast food around there. Yeah, there's some fast well I knocked down the Burger King, but that wasn't good anyway. <laughs> That's Burger King is, is last choice as it is. Agreed. Yeah, uh, agreed. But if anything, if you want to reach out to Clint, give him a call on the phone. He loves answering phone calls and he's always there for you if you Just need like anything. Wait ten seconds before speaking after he answers. He'll know that it's a real person then. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as the rest of us here thank you we all thank you for uh, joining us as well like always uh check us all out on social media whenever we do end up posting on instagram or on facebook check out the rumble collectors facebook group uh, where we are frequently interacting check out rumblecollectors.com where you can learn about all the cool table network shows as well which is a bunch of nerd related podcasts that you might be interested in all the episodes might not be family friendly but they are all parts of a friendly family I had something I wanted to say on the way out, but I, I 